Hello. I don't think it's, oh, there we go. Do you want to introduce us? Okay, uh, do we have a, uh, do you want me to do like a professional intro? Yeah, let's see, let's see your Okay, what's the, what's the, uh. It's the runaway train. Okay. <laughs> is it, is it the episode number or just, just start it off? I think this would be like 16 or 17. And what's the, what's the topic? Um. Is it, is it runaway train, runaway train. It's just DMT. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Hello, we have here Zane Fontes, our host of Runaway Train, and our guest, J.R. Hoel Riken. Hey guys, how you guys doing today? Hey, hey, hey. This is J.R. This is uh, Zane. <laughs> I Every time I th I keep saying that I'm going to change my name so that I'm like not on the internet, yeah. like as my name, yeah. but every time Gabe like, introduces me as Zane Fontes. Like yeah, so I clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I just did the first name, so there's still some oh, ambiguity there. So I think I put my last name. We can we should scratch that. We'll edit that out. Huel. <laughs> it must be a Joel Reekin. <laughs> <laughs> He's Reekin. Uh, <laughs> um Okay, so you ever done DMT? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Really? I haven't. You've never actually done it? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> I guess when would you have done it? Yeah. Every every time has been like, you said, like, you've said that you've had it, and then you're like, like, we went to Joshua Tree the one time, you're like, okay, I might bring it, and I was like, okay, you know, you know, I'm not going to bring it up, you know, if it, if it comes to me, like, I'll, you know, I'll, Why didn't it I bring might it? be open. It's kind of, it's because it, I knew that, because I got a cartridge of it. Yeah. And so you have to dab it because when I tried to use it with the the vape pen, it was bullshit. It yeah. didn't work. So D JT and I were like determined to make it work. So we dabbed a fuck ton of it. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And what we found, which makes perfect sense, is that it literally is the same. You know how they all kind of have like an art form to it, mm -hmm. like an art style. Yeah. This one was the exact same as shrooms. Okay. Like literally the same visual. Okay. Okay. So. And it looks like. I want to say like a like a Native American. Yeah, I, I recall you. You told me the story of that when you took it that time. You're looking blanket. at the fire, all those patterns and stuff like coming up like yeah. Native American. It was all the same. Yeah. It's and Mayan, Mayan, um, symbols. And like like these indigenous type patterns and yeah, yeah, which is um, crazy because like I well, I guess I do have some of that in my lineage, but I've heard just people in general who don't still get still those images yeah. right. Um, and that happened every time i've taken it so far really there was some kind of um theme of like that kind of theme yeah like this i can't is even it. I, that, that makes me get to the like to, to the point where I, I i can't say that that even belongs like to the indians or the mayans yeah like because it's just obviously like a human. they got it from that yeah right because they were doing all kinds of stuff yeah and but last night, I kind of, you know that um, Native American god, 
that like plays the flute and he has a weird hair. Yeah, he's a yeah. Mexican. Um, you know, he, I mean, there's a few that about. I'm picturing, but what's his name? Because I kind of felt like I saw him. I was kind of like anticipating that I would see something, yeah, like a face, mm-hmm. which is like could be like setting it up for just seeing faces, yeah. But like I said, but nothing's a coincidence. I mean, how did it feel? Like when you saw it, did you feel like okay. there was a presence, or did you okay. see like well, so, it was like coming from your mind? So I was pr- I was pretty terrified going into it. Yeah. Like I, I, every time I try to take this stuff, I feel I'm pretty I'm like. Like I feel like I'm like I'm holding a gun to my head. Yeah. Like this is it. Like, you might never come back again. <laughs> right. Be- be- I feel like this is a one-way ticket to insanity. Like if I go too far, and so the question uh, is, how much do you take? Right. Because you, the whole point of it is that. I mean, I don't know what the point is, but the- I mean, your your hopes when you're taking it is that you want to go, you want to take a peek, and then you want to like come back. The, and be like, okay, I know something now yeah. that people here don't. Or you take something back, right? Yeah. How much can you stand to see is the question. I mean, right? that's that's what they say, you know, like the – when you hear – I can't think of a specific one, but over a bunch of different cultures and mythology, right, there's always like that type of story where the god interacts with the human and they say, you know, like, don't look at me. If I show you my true you form. Out. Oh, the full true form, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, so I was listening to Terrence McKenna back-to-back at work, and it was just hyping me up. Like, I have to just take I have to take this. Like, basically, it's just like there really isn't anything, uh, there any other experience that you could ever have. To parallel. Yeah. And the fact that it's so underplayed and nobody talks about I mean, people talk about it now, and it's getting more speed, but the fact of what it is and the fact that it's been around – this whole time including shrooms acid like they should be so commonplace yeah like because in, they are in our society yeah there's yeah. no there's nothing that is so culturally like um talked about that comes anywhere close to what that shows you which partially it probably is well mostly it's because it's people are uh, it's been it's been distorted and and yeah through people in power trying to yeah because it which makes perfect sense because you don't you you can't control anybody you can't make anybody afraid of you if you if you really uh cross the river with this stuff right because you pretty much like at that point it's like you you lose your fear of death is what people say when they when they fully right i mean i i haven't even taken dmt but i mean you've heard my experience on that big with shroom trips and i have no fear of death right at all i mean it's gone to show even since taking that like i've fallen off a cliff in mexico almost died didn't care like it's just like not that it's like a bad thing where like i you know i'm gonna jump in front of this car thinking you know i don't care i'm not scared like i want to exist still but as far as like fear of like you know if it were to come and it's inevitable i'm yeah. not gonna be fearful well that's a big part of it. is people think that if you didn't fear death then people would just kill themselves yeah which makes no sense yeah it doesn't because that implies that the only reason that anybody's around living or anything lives is because it's afraid of dying yeah and it just has to survive well then why did it i think that there's a point but, a, but, a degree but then why would life start in the first place to kill itself I 
I mean, the only point of it creating itself, why would life create itself in the beginning, is it's already, creation of life is already killing itself. Whatever it was before life existed, it was killing that to create life. Mm. No, I don't think so. I don't think it, it, it okay, it transforms it. Yeah, that's what I, that's, but that was my point. It's also then taking that stuff, whatever it is, and then now it's living through that new organism. So it's yeah. giving it life. Yes. Like more complexity. Yes. So I would say there's no like suicidal aspect in organic life until epigenetics epigenetics well okay oh, elaborate okay. on that i, I know d- what they are well, what do you what do you because uh, i actually didn't even realize the extent of what epigenetics is no i mean there it's pretty much like the g- like a set of gene code that activates or deactivates certain genes that you have and they are completely made up of the experiences that you experience so much so that you can have for example in experiments that they did um a monkey who had a mother nurture it nurture it in as a baby developed a gene that could tolerate stress whereas a monkey who did not have a mother nurture it doesn't have a gene to tolerate stress so just freaks the fuck out okay right even more so like it is you're affected by the experiences of your ancestors. The only way that they were able to track this down was there was like this village in Norway or somewhere, this small village, right? Wait, but isn't that genetic? Well, check it out. Check it out. So they have like, because the, the, the point of epigenetics is based on experience, right? Yeah. So yeah. not your genetics. No, no, but check it out. So okay, the experiences okay. of this person's like great, 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 great grandpa, right? Like they, this village, they had, they, for some reason recorded so elaborate records like their their records are like so on point every little thing height they wait like when they ate all this stuff right like like way back when like generations like my grandpa's like grandpa or like i think it was like my grandpa's dad right like maybe a little further i don't know exactly but it's like you weren't gonna know the person is older okay like already like a different age yeah so this person like right let's just follow like this person back in time they grow up as a boy their village went through like an impoverished like part of you know economy so that he wasn't able to eat his meals like in a certain like fashion t- timely fashion right so okay. e- like every like they, they somehow long story short i'm kind of rambling here they connected that the experience of their great 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 grandpa or whatever not being able to eat at that age actually leads to the epigenome giving his descendants like diabetes so the experiences Whoa. of this grandpa, like, is already tied to like his legacy. Oh. So that okay. experience, his experience, is tied already into your epigenome. So it's not even my epigenome isn't even fully me. It's just like tying more into other humans, like the people I descended from. My epigenome is affected by my grandpa, my great grandpa, like what they went through. That makes sense. So that's like that's kind of where they start going with like the you know you heard of a generational trauma. And yeah. things like that, right? So like, like, so like leaving residue mm-hmm. on the genetic line. Yeah. But um, so when I listened to McKenna talk about this, he says 
that epigenetics actually encompasses all language, mathematics, symbolic systems, arts. That's all epigenetic. But how so? So I mean, I could say I'm not saying I disagree, but elaborate. So there's a teleos to nature in that it always takes the old pattern okay. and then creates the next generation, yeah, right? New, yeah. So chemistry rides on physics, biology rides on chemistry. What rides on biology? So if biology is genetics, then what comes out of biology, uh, out of genetics, is epigenetics. So epigenetics is the next level to genetics. Yeah. And then what comes oh. out of epigenetics? Cybernetic. Okay. But what is that? Code. It's all code. Well, you, okay. The whole thing okay. is code. So yeah. physics is just like a, a code or set of rules that, like geometries, that things can, like, just, like, forces can play out. And then chemistry is like a more complex coding of that basic physics, right? Yeah. And then well, I mean, yeah, all of it. DNA all of it literally encodes yeah. the <laughs> rhythms of the environment, right? Epigenetics, same thing. Yeah. And then so epigenetics is languages, codes, right? And uh, mathematics is codes. Like these, these are all like coding experience, right? Yeah. And then what we do when we like um, say something to someone is you're activating parts of their literally like genetics so that's like the epigenetics that's the experience yeah. that's activating right yeah you're literally activating parts of their genetics right yeah. yeah so that's the epigenetic aspect of it so literally because it's not the same as biology like it's clearly different right <clears throat> i mean the way i if we could get tripped up on words but i mean it's connected it obviously yeah. comes out of the biology yeah. and depends on biology as as the substrate i would say the way that we define biology right now yes it's different right i mean yeah. i mean it's different in that in the, the level of complexity biology is simpler than an organism that's able to have language right there's a another whole layer on top of just the organic realm yeah, biology is like focusing specifically on structures like that you're made of. So I could see like a monkey, right? That's a, just the beginnings of the epigenetics, right? And the nurture and all that. But I'm yeah, talking about, yes, to yes. our extent, this is the the exaggerated form of, of epigenetics gone wild. Well, not gone wild. This is what it is. The monkey example is just a testable, relevant example that we could say this does this. Right. epigenetics is real and this is what it does right so then so but did that that some, same situation can yeah. be like the fact that we prove that happens with monkeys means that it happens in us and that experiences influence that so that means that any given experience that you experience adds that i mean they even do it so much so like like for example cancer right it's like kind of common for like older people to get cancer just because they've like gone through all their life and you know they do things they found that with epigenetics, there's like certain markers that people who have aged a certain amount, like, cause you, you, you basically start acquiring all these markers, right? Through your different experiences, like Terrence McKenna says, language, art, whatever yeah. it is, trauma, something good. You're yeah. getting all these little markers on your epigenetics. Yeah. Like do this, don't do this, activate these neurons, activate these type of yeah. memory, whatever. Yeah. And you basically add up more and more markers as you get older. 
So yeah. now these older people have a bunch of these markers, and what they found is that these markers actually lead to cancer. Some of them. Yeah. So certain of these markers, and they actually found like this enzyme that they can inject people with that removes certain of these markers from their epigenetic, yeah. epigenetic and it's, it's actually cured cancer. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, or at least it's, it's enabling the body to re, like fight back against the mutation. Well, yeah, cancer is pretty much your own body doing right. that. So like these, these, these markers are basically making your body and your cells be yeah. like, we need to keep reproducing. Because right? like cancer, like we're constantly being hit with carcinogens. But our body's just able to deal with them. Yes. But then I could see someone with an, a compromised immune system who's older, it, they're uh, going to get cancer easier. I mean, it, yeah, okay, that, that right? too. But it's even <coughs> like beyond that where it's like the markers themselves are causing the cancer. I mean, a cancer yourself is an organism killing itself. I mean, you're not consciously saying, I'm growing these cells, right? But the body's misreading certain cues and overproducing these cells it's like a mutation yeah. like it's keep producing so but I, there's a reason that happens like if you talk poorly about yourself you're basically casting like a spell on yourself where now you're you literally weaken yourself yeah right that's those negative affirmations yes right so that your your body actually will not um work to its fullest because it doesn't feel like it should like it doesn't have the the um, ambition to even stay alive anymore. It's like why even waste the energy, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like that's definitely common amongst older people. It of of like in amongst our grandparents' generation is they're c kind of stuck in like a angsty butthole opinion. Um, I mean, there are obviously some flowers out there, but a lot of people, man, they're just stuck in a, a rut and they just want to die and they just just don't give a fuck about other people. Okay, I'm going to have to stop you right there. I, right. I think that was way too – like, we were on and then I think that was kind of a – like, not a red herring, but that was kind of out there. I feel, cause it, I, think, but, I don't think you can attribute all that to, like, just like, you know, people are old and they want to die. I would actually say the opposite. I think a lot of people who are old, like, are actually – I mean, I can't – Honestly, I can't even say. But I know that people, old people in my life, like my grandparents, on both sides, like they're. But your grandparents are different. Lit. They're happy. Your grandparents are different. I don't know. My dude. grandparents are not. Dude, well, I mean, okay, here the the, the 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 difference is like I had like for example, like my dad and my mom and like my grandpa when he was younger, they had he had a business that like took care of like basically elderly people right and so like my dad tells me this story where he was basically at like a college lecture hall and someone was on stage basically saying what you're saying like you know old people are sad they basically want to die and like all this stuff right and my dad pretty much stood up and said like you're fucking full of shit and was like i work with these people like this is like part of my job like as like i'm like here like like, they love life. They're full of life. But everybody, write, like, part of, like, their sadness is, like, being written off by people saying, like, they're not good for anything. Like, they're pretty much just old sacks of shits now. Right. But and I, that weighs on them. Yeah. And they actually, their body starts to feel that. Yeah, definitely. Right? If people, like, didn't do that, say, like, and they were, like, not as, um, uh, what do you even not segregated but like basically like 
These people shit on old people. Yeah, they sh yeah. I, I sh we shit on old people. Definitely. But I, I mean, can't front like no, I have but I mean, but it, like, but <laughs> there's always a dis uh, uh, a conflict between the older generation and then these these new kids, the new generation. Yeah. Right, because the new generation is young and wants to take risks, and um, like they don't have like the same understanding of responsibility because they don't have as much to lose. Right. Yeah. So they're kind of a threat to people people who've been on the earth a long time and have been working their asses off to um and they're you know they're kind of careless and they're dangerous basically and they're kind of like disrespectful right not I've, not all kids but like this is just a general like do you see what i'm saying no yeah for sure <clears throat> like it's definitely the trend also like we're new um we have new culture that they don't understand that they can't well i think it's actually kind of like it's a cycle so we like for example like our parents they grew up and they did the same thing that we're doing when we're kids like rebelling against they okay basically there's like let's start like say the first people right like our grandparents okay yeah they grow up and they establish all these norms and rules Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no. Obviously, they did so already rebelling towards what was before them, but they like let's just start with them to like yeah. follow this. So they establish all the norms and rules. They get established. They know what they value, what's good, what's not, and then they just kind of like what's acceptable, and they just you know become comfortable and they start living their lives. These are the values that you need to live by. And now here comes their kids, like our parents, who come by, and now their entire life is almost defined by them because they're yes. being instilled with the values that they have. Yes. But all these little things that these kids are like, you know what, that doesn't really make any fucking sense at all. I yes. don't want to follow that. Correct. So it's like a rebelling stage and almost that rebelling aspect. And then is, the response is they feel threatened. Yeah. And they want to like, stop that. Try to control. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you look, if you think back, okay, World War Two, right, was pretty freaky and fucked people up freaky deaky right so they literally called it a return to normalcy and people just wanted to come home and create the nuclear family and just forget all of that happened yeah and yes literally have the return to normalcy where you just you know turn on the television and you, and you just you know that's it you have it's all like a this perfect little we don't want yeah, to the key, the key to part about this anymore. is the the women <clears throat> they became laborers and now they're expected to go back to their place quote place in the home oh that that was part of, yeah that's i mean that was the main part that was the main that was the main issue with like coming back to it because everyone like all the men were out at war and now women are taking jobs and they're like you know what i like working i like yeah, making money that, that and i like can i can do stuff yeah that puts stress on the nuclear family yeah as a traditional in the traditional uh, patriarchal yes um unit right but there was a general movement toward conformity conform 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 after after world yeah. war ii because they all the people all the men wanted it we to like, go back we to need normal. structure yeah we need to rebuild to rules because so that this shit doesn't happen yeah and you know put on a tie work the nine to five and that's it go to church you know be a good citizen yeah right and so as a response their kids um were just 
tired of their moms being beaten by their dads. Yeah. And um, started the the counterculture of the 60s and 70s, yeah. right? As a huge yeah. fuck like, you fuck to that. Shit. Yeah, no fuck more. It. Yeah. No more of that shit. And that's pretty also, much what we're doing now, too. It's just a cycle of like that rebelling. Because again. their parents are super paranoid, super uptight, tense, like uh, bottled up, and then it comes out in rage and neurosis. Yep. And it's just fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, right? You can't live in that and yes. and they don't the kids no n- nobody want they realize that this obviously this model uh doesn't make you happy and it's not working it doesn't work yeah. it doesn't make you happy why would i want it you're all miserable fucks why would i want to be like you yeah right like you got it all wrong you think <clears throat> you're right but you're stupid and the uh, parents are like all right you dumb motherfucker how are you gonna pay for anything look at you stupid hippies right yeah all right so competition and meanwhile drugs 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 lots of drugs yeah are coming around okay well like there's not just like psychedelics but also there's like heroin crack opium yeah all the amphetamine the morphine all yeah. that from the war yeah and then going into like um vietnam and like um south korea like literally they were over there selling heroin to the soldiers our american soldiers to get them hooked and the and they were fucking everybody up yeah so that when they would come back here um well, I don't know. Well, yeah, no, yeah. So that uh, they could continue <coughs> to make money off of us. Um, there's the war on drugs, which just is a lump sum. All drugs are terrible, which is really I mean, just, but it was strategic. It's a power move. Yeah, to target minorities and re- rebelling, rebelling groups like the hippies. Yeah, the the youth. Yeah. Yeah, culture, right? Definitely. Um. Yeah, not to mention there's racism as fuck everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, minorities. So, and and so so ha- half of the pop or the, all the parents are trying to maintain these very rigid traditional boundary structures, okay? And then all the psychedelic drugs do are destroy all that. Eliminate boundaries and social uh, boundaries, like they. And to someone who's trying to maintain some kind of control or some sense of control over their life, which is obviously a false illusion to begin with. Be- yeah. Right. That's that comes from a model that is so far from nature to begin with that to think that you have any control over your life in the first place. But yeah. we do make it look like that. Yeah. Right. And um, then I mean, you do to some degree. I mean, if you you look out the window and you don't. And it looks like everything is like, like peachy, like in this neighborhood, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. When you're look in your local little nuclear model, your your master planned community, where everybody is on uh, this nine to five, and oh God. like there's sidewalks everywhere. There's no even physical earth shown. Yeah. Like, all the grass and topiaries yeah. and like it's so far removed. It's so yeah. From actual chaos. Yeah. Right. That. 
um, it gives you an illusion that, that we have it right, we have it under control, that, um, you know, and don't fuck this up, right? Because if you push buttons, you might push too many buttons, you might push it too far, right? So you better stop that right now. And, <laughs> <laughs> they're, li and they're like, no. <laughs> I'm going to push all of them. <laughs> I'm going to take all the drugs. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. And we know you're wrong, and you s are saying that we're wrong, but you won't even take the drugs and to see if and find all you have to do is sixty seconds away yeah. to see that you're s how wrong you are. Yeah. About literally everything. And so that's going on. And so then, just the next generation carries the burden of guilt and the discrepancy between the youth like just the family unit is just fucked up because yeah. you can't you have to censor yourself you have to be what they want you to be because if you don't then they're worried that you're gonna go too far the wrong I, direction I think, but i think it has to be <coughs> i don't think it's totally destroyed like there's a balance that you can maintain like for example me like i'm a crazy motherfucker and like my parents know that like they know they don't know what what you've done not to the degree but they no they do they i mean they don't know specifics but they know right. well they did that stuff t to extent to a degree yeah right? that's what i'm saying so they right? they because understand they're that. not their parents yeah they right? their parents that. were even more rigid it's breaking like, i'm that. Pre i'm i'm 100% sure that my grandfather has never taken psychedelics or yeah. any fucking drug yeah I mean, I'm positive my they drink coffee, but you know, like, you know, when someone yeah. has not seen the light, yeah. right? <clears throat> is this where you would say that I'm talking shit on people? No, I was about to say, I think my dad is I definitely can tell your dad has at least smoked weed. Like he's just so laid but, back. But that's what I'm saying. There's a balance here. Like my parents, they, they know you get in the back of their head that yeah. I'm wiling out. And they know that I'm doing this stuff. And I'm hard to manage. And I'm breaking down this stuff. But they understand that they were me. Yes. At one point. Right? Yeah, but so they have to give. They have to give on yeah. certain things. Yeah. And be okay with that. But at the same time, I understand and I use them as I, I can't go down this rabbit hole. Right? I know that there's some things that are going to be too far. That's too much. Right? If I'm sitting here shooting up meth and heroin every day i mean those are bad examples if i'm sitting here doing dmt or taking shrooms every goddamn day full dosing like that's probably not the best thing that i could be doing with my life like i i i, right. I can still exist within like a certain extent i'm not gonna sit here in front like i haven't done shrooms every day for a while like i've microdosed well there's no I've done rule book that says how much you should be taking like these things were just growing on shit pies and they were literally placed right where we wanted yeah. to eat. I get, like monkeys were walking around, and they were looking for bugs to eat. Keep and that, keep that thought. Actually, I ha there's some other stuff I want to touch on with that, with animals and all that. Yeah, but and the mushrooms just showed up exactly where they were. Like they wanted us to eat them. Yeah, and they literally gave us consciousness. L let me finish this thought though. <clears throat> all right. Just like to just to keep the this one train going right here to right. like the end. So, like, the balance between parents and stuff. So, they're giving on their end, right? They know that I'm going to be doing stuff that they don't necessarily want me to. Mm -hmm. But the key part is that it doesn't matter as long as I'm handling my shit. 
right? Right. Like, my parents are cool as long as, like, you know, I'm in college, right? Like, as long as I'm handling my shit, still becoming educated, yeah. still becoming a respectful person. Yeah. Like, I'm not just a little shit going around talking shit to elderly people in the in and out line. Which some people, a lot of people are. Yeah. And that's too yeah. far. That's right. too much. Yeah. You can clearly say that that's wrong. That's not, you shouldn't be doing that shit. But sometimes you can't say, like, like some parents are like, why are you not studying right now? Like, you've been, you've only studied 14 hours today. You need to study another yeah. 14 hours. Yes. What the fuck are you doing? You no. can have a social life. Yeah. You can have a social life when you make money. That, but like, that's what I'm saying. That's not a balance. That's part of just going back to the original. You're too rigid. Right. Like, as the, as the, the point of, like, a parent, like, if you're going to find a balance with your parent, when I become a parent, I'm going to try to do it like my parents did. I think they did a pretty good job. I'm going to tell them, no, you can't smoke weed. Don't do that. And then I'm like, well, once you're 18, you know, you know, your mind has gone to a certain level. Yeah. You know, if you want to indulge, feel free to indulge mm-hmm. with me. And, you know, you break that barrier. Like, people who, I mean, just to show a statistic on alcohol, parents who are like, no, you can't drink at all, their children become way, yeah, crazier alcoholics. And, like, their borders and, like, like uh, limits of, like, you know, what I should drink or shouldn't, like, they're all out of whack. If you establish realistic drinking habits with your child, like, growing up, even though here it says 21 is the day you're, like, the age you're supposed to drink, if you establish that earlier because you already know kids are going to drink, before that if you establish that they're actually like uh, like so much more likely to not become like a fuck but what about the rest of the drugs uh that's a another right because uh, they're all on the street and you can't say honestly that they're wrong because you don't know that they're wrong i mean i could say for probably any drug that my kid is going to come across that there i could probably give them an idea of what i mean let's be real, like what, what drug yeah exactly oh actually you haven't tried a lot of them well like what like heroin yeah i'm it's too far that's a no immediately I, I can tell them for sure not to do that yeah right like that's that's it that's like there's a couple that are like there's no question you shouldn't do that like meth heroin like those, those are for sure i'm like no like do not like that's just right I can show them testimony after testimony of other people who have taken it, you know. Like, I mean, as far as, like, cocaine, shrooms, ecstasy, molly, you know. Those are things that they're going to be interested in before they're interested in heroin and, you know, all this other stuff. And I can give them a realistic idea if they really want to, but right. I'm not going to do that until they're, like, older. Right, but that's this is that's a new mindset. Yeah. Like, that mindset has not existed in our parents' generation. This is fact. Like, they grew up where all drugs were bad yeah. pretty much yeah like because that's what they were preached to uh, preached i mean no i would preach that to my kid too that all drugs are bad yeah Dude, if you were you, them if i if, if if my parents told me <coughs> like you know this stuff was okay or like not as bad as people say it was i would have tried it way earlier than i did which i don't think is good well, like, there's a certain level of age not, that your brain needs to develop that's before obviously too you can, simple. like... That's like, oh, yeah, some drugs are okay. That's that's not simple enough to say. Like, obviously, it's way more complex than that. These are chemicals found in the environment, and they do different things to your bodies. Yeah. And they have different effects and they and and in different scenarios, yeah. too. Right? Like, weed isn't always good. Like, well, maybe weed's Yeah, that was not good. a good example. Well... <laughs> 
Like, there's not really a sense that weed... I mean, okay. I mean, weed, yeah. I, okay, let's think in a sense. That's exactly my point. When If I'm going to say, you know, like... See, look, like... This I, if isn't... I'm going to say they're, like, growing up, right? They're about... They're freshmen in high school. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you want to smoke this blunt with me? I'm not... It's going to be bad. They're younger, and, like, their brain needs to develop a little more. But, like, kid, but parents don't explain that to their kid. Parents what? don't say, look, like, like, maybe in the future this is a good idea... Like, maybe you can smoke a blunt in the future, but right now your brain isn't developed enough. Um, like, maybe that would be... Like, okay, like tobacco, right? Yeah. It's super poisonous. Bad. For, right? Yeah. Um, see, there's a difference between... But, okay, but then our parents grew up in an age where literally doctors were prescribing cigarettes. Dude, my uncle used medical <clears throat> cocaine to stop bleeding in patients yeah like that was a thing because there's so much distorted like a lot of the things well in in our when our parents were babies the nobody knew what a dose of lsd was yeah they were i mean i was like new they were they were um dosing like huge amounts to in, in people's cups of coffee to see what it would do to them yeah right yeah. like nobody knew because there was no research being done on these there was none right so i mean I because of the because of no because of the oppression on like on drugs as a whole because uh, it's a power move Right? It's all coming down from a it's, – it's a war on consciousness. Yeah. It's a war on consciousness. We don't want people to be happy and free and knowledgeable. Yeah. Right? Because they're going to be – because we don't know how far they're going to push it. And they could go to be anarchists, which is exactly what we're doing. We're just getting better at it, being anarchists. But like, we're, we're not we're supporting like old anarchist, traditional – Anarchists? Well, we're not going to make money like – like we like our parents did yeah if we're if we really are gonna be honest yeah like we're just doing it to make them happy at that point yep right we don't need that much money no we just need enough to pay for some really good psychedelics every now and again and and our groceries it's mostly about food shelter and then just experience yeah like i don't care about money i just care that i have enough so that I can live a happy life. So right. that I can be able to go to a place that I want to go and be like, yo, this place is fucking awesome. Right. And have an amazing experience. Yeah, but that's not common knowledge. Yeah. It's not. So, it's it, it, it's fear-based. Ego, fear-based, is where that old traditional like control, control structure is coming from. So, it's it's like... We want to protect you, so we're going to take away your freedom so that you don't hurt yourself. We know better than you do. Just trust us and just do what we tell you to do, right? See, my only – okay, this model that we're, like, propping up here, right? Like, society – I mean, we've had this conversation before where, like, the evolution of humans is tied to psychedelics. Stone date theory. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So – there's periods where, like, this isn't even accessible at all. So how can that level of control be exhibited in these time periods 
when it's really like not even possible. Uh, wait. So what's not possible? Like for example, like okay, we're like thinking about like colonial times, right? Yeah. The church is rising to power. Yes. And so theoretically, with this theory, yes, the church, as far as uh, and other people in power, uh-huh. are hoarding and like keeping gatekeeping all this knowledge and yes. like these substances, right? Yes. So the same could be said theoretically today, like in a different sense, right? Like they're outlawing it. You know, you don't want that. Blah blah blah. blah. But like. Where is why? Where's the people who are taking, like, it, it, today they're doing the same thing, but they're still accessible. Well, okay, so we could still get shrooms, we could still get these substances. Historically, why back then could yeah. regular people? Well, first not of get all, them? historically, Europe was like unfortunately like low in in um, their own psychedelics. Like they didn't grow that great in in, oh, um, okay. in okay. over there. Okay? okay, they grew originally. In the African jungles, right? We got original psychedelics from Africa. Okay, that's okay. Where, where human beings started. Yeah, that's th- okay. yeah, definitely. All right, so the story goes: climate change, the ice age Bridge. Is ending, right? Oh, yeah, okay. The equatorial regions are drying up, right? So you go from thick, dense, tropical jungles, right, to African savannas, okay? So there's space between the trees, and then what happens in these big savannas, you have these big roaming cattle-type species, okay? And they shit a lot, because they do, they shit, and where they shit mushrooms grow yeah okay and where we were in the trees before and eating all this luscious fruit now we have to literally walk from tree to the next tree to get enough food we can't rely if we try to rely totally on bananas um we're gonna die yeah like we need to start having a more variety in our diet um so you start eating meat you start eating bugs you start eating anything really to survive right and um you start eating bugs where the bugs are under the shit so you start lifting up the shit pies and that's exactly where the mushrooms grow why wouldn't you eat that fluffy beautiful mushroom it's full of nutrients yeah right and on a low dose it improves your eyesight there was improves a lot physical memory there were tests done that where they would take um, these bars and they would um, there'd be parallel bars and they would just a little bit alter them so that they'd be slightly um, bent. Cricket, right? yeah. Yeah. And they would pe- put people on psychedelics and people who weren't. And they were asked, tell us when it's not parallel. And like the people who were on psychedelics could way easily tell that it was not parallel. Okay. So that's just with low doses. Yeah. Right. So if you're in an African savanna and you're being hunted by wild cats and you literally need to depend on um, seeing edges more clearly, like to survive, yeah. you're going to have the advantage, okay, with psilocybin, all right? And then 
there's also the um, sexual component where now you want to have sex. Yeah. Right. There's orgies. I mean, yeah, we've gone. Okay. Right. We've so gone you're gonna more it. likely to produce, and so the mushrooms are doing wonders for these early conscious. And then under, I know, I told you about this. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't really do a, a podcast on it. Yeah, yeah. So, true. right. This is Terence McKenna's Stone Ape theory. Right. You're taking. I mean, I don't know if it's all his idea, but so under high doses, um, you get glossolalia, which is the formation of language yeah. structures. Right. Which start mostly just in tones and like basically as entertainment and 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 music but then and eventually like get to more complex and that's the formation of our um epigenetics the epigenetic like boom right into the next level of epigenetics okay where's sumeria sumer is that the same thing i think that's the well, only reason I ask is because that's, I mean, that's the first civilization, right? That's what people track it to. Okay. All right. But let me, f I'll tell I'll get to this because okay, you're okay. right. You're right. This is Mesopotamia. So these that's, are yeah, those river valley. Okay. So they're in the African jungles. The grasslands, or now there's grasslands and, and mushrooms are grown in the grasslands because of the shit. But then the climate change doesn't stop. It keeps progressing. And now the mushrooms get harder and harder to find. So at first we're in this like paradisical, like Eden. Yeah. That, everyone's which, on them. Everyone's enjoying, and we're everybody's thriving. Everyone is thriving, and that is the golden age of humanity. That's the that's when America was great. Right. We had plenty of mushrooms, and we were doing them all the time. We were always on them, and we were connected to the source. And literally, Gaia is telling is is helping us out. Yeah. Like we are. I mean, like we're yeah we're, we're like Gaia. communicating with we are the mind of the earth yeah right we're one pretty and much. um literally now the most complex uh technological species on the earth with yeah. these guys all right the mushrooms are growing us okay biological too yes what did i say you said technological which yes. could also be said but yes right that leads us to our technological advancement yeah right? we're understanding like these dimensions that we exist in we can use these we substances have greater and create. awareness we can create now yeah oh yeah. yeah cave art definitely psychedelically driven yeah right um and music and all that okay um okay but when it keeps drying out and you get the formation of the saharan deserts and you're basically forced to now settle in these river valley civilizations yeah because that's where the water is right and the mushrooms are so few now that you need to basically some people you can only do it them. sometimes and yeah. then some people get them and other people don't well and progresses yeah like not ever like it's like only we only have a few only certain people can do it now oh yeah. well you know maybe we do it every other full moon etc yeah not only that um or since because we're becoming more centralized and more closely like um knitted and we're on these rivers like we then we start doing like like the formation of agriculture right and we lose our our whole basis of all the knowledge of all the plants that we had including the mushrooms and and all the psychoactive plants and we're just growing basically wheat and maybe two other plants okay but bear with me okay okay the, the few mushrooms that you have left 
you got to stockpile them. And it's the elite. And you got to try to preserve them. Yeah. Because if you can't preserve them, then it's pointless, they go back. right? Cause, and yeah. back then, they didn't have hermetically sealed jars. Yeah. I mean, they, I don't even think they had... I mean, we're talking early civilization. Even they didn't even know how jars. to preserve. They didn't even know how to preserve, period. I mean, they started to get the idea that they need to preserve these things, right? Well, they and understand they that. They start experimenting yeah. with how to preserve. They, yeah. And one thing that worked was honey. Okay. Right? Ooh. Right? Because be honey... Tasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, right? Because you can find you find honey in yeah, Egyptian easy. Egyptian uh, tombs, yep. and it's you can still eat it. Yeah. It, does, it just crystallizes, yeah. right? So it's a perfect preservative. It, it keeps it airtight. It literally does. Only problem is... It's like an edible amber. Yeah. Only problem is it's sugar, and when you keep it um, contained in heat and preserving, it literally... And you mix it... It, it literally makes alcohol. Mead. Yeah. So you have your mushrooms in your jar with your honey, and you've made an alcoholic uh, drink on Psychedelic accident. Psychedelic, too. Psychedelic. Yeah. Okay. Now you have less and less mushrooms, but obviously you're going to now stick around with the, the honey yeah, beverage. Yeah, it's easier. Right? Yeah, you know you that still you can get make that consistently. You still want to check out. Yeah. Because now, you're, now you don't have the mushrooms. And you're basically going insane because you've lost your connection, yeah. and you're you're a, now a victim. It's like a part of your consciousness, essentially, at this point. Through this theory, if we're if we're claiming this, I mean, we're talking as if this theory is like how it is. Yeah. Your developed consciousness, who you are, is being fulfilled partially by another organism. It's like well, it's a symbiotic like, it's like relationship. You lost a whole limb, like your eye. Yeah, that's what it's I'm like saying. You lost your whole sense of vision. It's like a part of your mind is yeah. blocked off. Like you, like like you've lost your eyes, and. Um, so like your intuition so like um, and that's just being and so that's that's where you start getting these um, um, what's the word agricultural societies with walled cities right so you get Babylon which would Babylon was like the last Mother Earth type um, uh, worshipping city. And they had celebrated psychedelics. They still had a history of psychedelics. I think that's a kind of a stretch. I was a, that was a big jump. Like to Babylon. Why? Well, what's that, what, what year is this? Theorized. We're looking at Mesopotamia right here. Babylon was like the... F well, this is 6th and 5th. No, this is, this is way before Babylon. This is like the first ever civilization. Because Babylon existed in the times where Hindu Indian cities already existed. Ancient Mesopotamia between the 18th, 18th and 6th century, right? And Sum Sumeria was between the 6th and 5th Okay, so it's not, the, it's not as huge a jump as I thought. But because you're saying that this is the last... Six and fifth. City, right? This is eighteenth and sixth centuries. Wait, what? I don't know time that well. <laughs> Founded okay, two hundred so twenty three hundred BC. Okay, what's what's so what's sixth six thousand is that six thousand years? No. Also it's like increasing order, right? 
When was what, Sumeria? What, what was the first civilization? Is what the the books say. Yeah, I mean all this is theory. Okay, but the reason I kind of bring this up is because when we're talking about this far back, we're talking like this is early, early Homo sapiens. Like we're still considered Homo sapiens today, but like we would like behave, look. And just be almost completely different than those Homo sapiens then. Post mushrooms, I think we're pretty much humans at, at this point. No, no, no. Yeah, that's we're still Homo sapiens. But I'm saying if we're looking at like growth between like these Homo sapiens and now, like it's like a totally different realm. Like as far as like like we've come so far as far as like. I, okay, I could get into that. Let me st let me stick with my main point. Fuck, I forgot my main point, too. Essentially, like, these cities, right? Like, Babylon. These are all early, early What about Phoenicians? What about pagans? These are, like, mystic tribes yeah. of people that weren't organized civilizations. Yeah. Like, but they were still around. No, that's... And that's they were still channeling the light of the stars down into their daily life yep. and taking mushrooms. And not only that, they had a different type of mushrooms. Well, they had... Yeah, and then... And then these, and it, it wasn't, yeah, they had just They all had kinds a different stuff, type. Right? They had different types of shit. Yeah. But, but, like, my point here is that this is early. So, people, a common misconception is that we are descendants or we evolved from Neanderthals, right? When in reality, Neanderthals existed at the same time yeah. as these early, homo, like early Homo sapiens. Levels. So, at this point, yeah. Neanderthals are like starting to go extinct, and Homo sapiens are becoming like dominant we're starting to run run this stuff right we're making yes. civilizations etc yeah i mean there's even like a comparison i saw a historian make there's like a script in like one of these early hindu texts right in these indian cities because you made the comparison like babylon's like the last kind of like gaia earth type city yeah whereas like like these indian cities like they make a man-made rock bridge okay. to this island right okay and so they reference i forgot the name of what they call it but it, it, in the mist like in the text it's like they're referring to like this other type of species other than humans right it's like a different type of creature they're smaller more brutish you know like if we're, mm. we're to kind of compare it to like almost like demonish today i guess like they're not demons but they're like an imp or you know or like something uh, an off okay. brand where they're yeah. still intelligent etc yeah historians are saying that they potentially could have enlisted the workforce of neanderthals and that's what this other like reference species is they enslaved them to build this man bridge i don't know about enslavement but it, it like they we were existing like together i mean there's people who have neanderthal genes because toward the end neanderthals started to I feel reproduce like I heard somewhere that like yeah like uh Didn't weren't Neanderthals like didn't they end up becoming like like merging like what we are what we are today yeah. but there were other species there were, there were other species humanoid species yeah 
But uh, the, the main one is Neanderthal because they were most similar to us, but they did interbreed. So toward the end, they're going extinct. They started to reproduce with human off human like or humans not the right word. They're all kind of humanoid. Not a historian. Homo sapien. They interbreeded with Homo sapiens. So even today, people have Neanderthal yeah. DNA. That's creepy. Yeah. That's just weird. It's not creepy. That's, that's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But, um, okay. Okay, so. I was kind of off topic. I just want to say that. So, <laughs> so this is, is this not like the Nile? That's a, around where Egypt comes up. I believe so. Right? The Nile is one of those we'll rivers. We'll pull up on the map. Isn't it right there? Or what? Does it say like a country? What's the modern day country that it's in? Wait, uh, like just put where is Babylon located? Well, wait, isn't it Israel? Isn't oh no Iraq? Iraq is like the. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, like Middle East. Uh, well, let's look at a map. So I, assuming I, I believe you that you can't look up Babylon though. No, but I believe it's in the same area as as uh, the Middle East. That's where we ended up. What is happening? Okay. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Across the world. And we're looking at... Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Turkey. There was a huge mother goddess um, uh, civilization in Turkey. Yeah, so... Super ancient. This is still in, like, Africa. Here's Egypt. Here's, so here's... It's by the Euphrates River. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Right? So... Is Euphrates... Is that in uh, I don't think it's called Euphrates anymore, is it? Oh, yeah. I don't think it is. Well, I don't know. I actually have no clue. See, I, I'm totally not knowledgeable on this. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Present-day Iraq. Yes. Present-day Iraq. Yes. Okay. So, this is where we ended up. Originally... Um, we were probably c- down here along the Ecuador. I mean, here we're still talking about Equator, <laughs> not, not Ecuador. E- Equator. We're still talking about a select group because there's still humans. There's still homo sapiens in Africa. I'm talking about the source of humans. Well, the source of humans is Africa. Yes. From there, they're split off. Yes. So this is where the jungles were. Yes. And then they had to start moving north but there's people the egypt is in africa so or like the mesopotamia stuff starts evolving and then around that whole area like mesopotamia babylon the kingdom of babylon like starts growing Mm -hmm. getting bigger right and then egypt i don't know around what time so did egypt happen after babylon is the question yeah yes is Egypt after... Or just put, when is Egypt? Because we already know in Babylon, that was the 6th to the 15th century. Oh my god. The battles of Carchemish w- was fought between 605 BC between the armies of Egypt allied with the remnants of the army of the former Assyrian Empire against the armies of Babylonia. Yeah. Uh, that didn't really answer it, so... But when was ancient Egypt founded? (laughs) 
1953, everybody. Civil <laughs> I knew it. 3100 BC. So literally. Did it say what century? Did we not say Babylon was 2300 BC? So Egypt was already around. But how is time measured then? And is so it reverse? From its unification around 3100 BC and to its conquest by Alexander the Great, 332 BC, ancient Egypt was a pre preeminent civilization in the Mediterranean world. So, okay, but... Um, historians are arguing about this right now. So, these guys... Wait, wait, so when did you say that Egypt was? 
of paganism, right? So this was a these were pagan influenced basically um, Belief. Yeah, yeah, that came from these mystic tribes and anybody that was anybody at the so Plato and all these other guys these 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 super wise guys of the time Aristotle whoever it was they were at Eleusis it was like I don't want to say it, it's like Epstein's Island but it kind of not I don't know what they they weren't doing like bad shit like that but it was yeah. like that kind of place you don't, yeah you don't even want to they they were doing stuff like that these I'm guys? Not, we're not gonna get into that right now well but... no okay yeah let's not but Eleusis was the site of the Eleusinian mysteries, okay? Uh, or the mysteries of Demeter and Kor, or Kore, which became popular in the Greek-speaking world as, near, as early as 600 BC, attracting initiates during Roman Empire before declining in mid-late 4th century, okay? These mysteries revolved around the belief that there was a hope for life after death for those who were initiated. Such a belief was cultivated from the introduction ceremony the introduction ceremony in which the hopeful initiates were shown a number of things, including the seed of life in a stock of grain. But uh, it doesn't even say anything about psychedelics here. These guys were taking a fuck ton of psychedelics here. Like, this was the place to go to take... The, Lucia, the Lucinian mysteries were psychedelic. Grains, right? Yeah. This in the seed of life? Okay, so what... What... what um, they found is that on the road to Eleusius, there were all these barley fields, right? So we're talking about just the beginning of agriculture, right, yeah. in Greece. And um, what, they were, what grows on barley is this nasty fucking gross fungus, black shit fungus, okay, called ergot, which is what Hoffman made LSD from. Okay. Okay. So what they did was basically make a brew, which eventually became beer. Uh huh. But which was originally for the purpose of getting high as fuck on acid. I mean, not on acid, but no, like on, on, a, on, on a compound. Yeah, basically. it was it was the, the same alkaloids. Yeah. That make acid. Yeah. Okay. So, so these guys are like still connect like they're, they're worshiping the mother's goddesses still like demeter and persephone and um and that went on for a while and they um until basically the syrians i don't know if it was the syrians exactly but some northern tribe built the wheel built warrior chariots and started the dominator culture and literally tore elusius Decimated. to shred yeah that was the last place of like a worship of mother goddess until all of the female goddesses were discredited. Yeah, I mean paganism still existed in other uh, areas of the spots, world. Yeah. but totally discredited. Right? As an it authority figure. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't an authority anymore. So, and then you get the fall of Greece, and you get the Roman Empire. Yeah. Okay. And they just jack all their shit. That's history. Yeah. So, and then you just get a, and then you just you just don't have enough mushrooms to 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 combat that. You just don't. They didn't. They just they they got rid of all of that shit, right? So we went into the dark ages. I mean, 
um, like Greece. I mean, these these guys were literally carrying on the traditions of the pagan mystics. Yeah. Out in fields, and just taking these trippy stuff, and then it like there were like basically like the Snowdens um, of the time like <laughs> took the the stuff outside of the Eleusis, and that was like super. Um, against the rules. So I was like, you don't take psychedelics outside of Eleusis. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, word, word got out, yeah. and they were quenched. And uh, that was the end of that. And so, but basically, that's where all of these religions, these major religions started. Um, all these ideas, these, uh, like, Christianity is all mushroom-based. They were all taking mushrooms in the beginning. And they had to you hear that? When was Christianity a lot of evidence on this. founded? Who first presented Catholicism? Catholicism? Yeah. See, I think Catholicism came later, right? First it was Christ, because he's Christ. And guess who? what Christ was doing? Getting high on motherfucking mushrooms. All his squad. What's the, what's the umbrella term? Catholicism? Catholicism? Catholicism or Christianity? Christianity. That's the umbrella, Christianity right? Starts, Christianity starts, and then Catholicism is like a sect that comes later under the Roman rule. Yeah. Right? Yeah, With, under Roman rule right? is when that Which comes is up. like, no pagans. Pagans bad. Yeah, terrible. Right? right? You're getting but fucking Christ killed. was kind of a, a pagan. In their eyes, yeah. Defin- no, I mean, but he definitely was a pagan. Yeah. Like, he had, he was a mystic. Yeah. Right? Well, and pagan, a pagan is a term to refer to anything that is not. I mean, currently the term pagan is used to refer to anybody that isn't like part of like a mainstream. Well, no, but they had they had their whole. They were basically the creators of astrology, they, um, and they were. Nah, I wouldn't say that. They were like what? I would not say. You think that Jesus Christ is the creator of no. Catholic? No, 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 no. Yeah. Jesus Christ is much later. Yeah, yeah. No, but that was a pagan idea. No, yeah, yeah. Right, these were mystical tribes. Yes. But I'm saying they wouldn't call themselves pagans. No, you're right. That, it's a, uh, we're getting caught up on a term, but I'm saying like... It, like right, it became the, a dirty word. Yeah, it's a, right? it's a, like a, uh, right now it's like you're a heretic or you're a dirty pagan. But like, originally, it's a, it's a bad they thing. were the people that were having fun. Yeah, they're, well, they're the people, like, it was just, you weren't a pagan, you were just whatever you were. Like, the, it, like now it's in a, pagan is now using it as an umbrella term for all these smaller, you know, tribes, you know, there's, there's Viking paganism. Yeah. There's, there's uh, Mesoamerican paganism right all these are just used to term for like modern they're not part oh, one, of one it was polytheistic what right pagans originally they're, yeah they are right and then that it became a thing that it just became um monotheistic well it's like uh well how under so? roman rule it eventually became a mono that's what that's Christ- what jesus christ yeah that's what christ brought so he's a pagan in a sense, I guess. That's a, it's kind of hard with the terminology. Like we need new words to, to talk about this. Not all pagans were strictly poly- polytheist. Yeah, and not all were mono. There was a and supreme. Not all were either or. Some were both. The Christians, to Christians, the most important distinction was whether or not someone worshipped the one and true God. 
See, but this is all distorted. These yeah, were what were yeah. distorted. This is what we're being told after now. After Christ's, yeah, right. Christ was a yogi. Like he went out in the forest and meditated and came back and he was able to perform mir miracles. There was some psychedelics going on. He realized that he's an avatar of of the source of of creation, right? And he said anybody can be that. And then, but it's so. Uh, the story of Christ is, if we're diving into this, it's more than just, you can't just connect it like that. Like, he obtained that. Like, he went into the forest, meditated, and that's why he was perfect. That's not the case. Like, from a child, he was already perfect. Like, instead of us, where we grow up and we do things and then we make mistakes and we learn from it, Jesus Christ was already knowing. Yeah, that's, and, that's, like, that's how they got this. in your head. They said only one guy can be God. See? That's not what Christ believed. <clears throat> That's what the, the, the church ended up saying is to prevent people from being like Christ. They okay, said, okay, That's okay, one I of my arguments, that. Okay, right? okay, okay. So, there's, so originally, that, that, that's how they were able to like con everyone is to say, okay, yeah, one guy did it and only one guy can do it. And now you just look toward him and he's the authority and now we're the authority because we're his church. Yeah. See? And now it becomes an institution. It was not like that. Christ was... Uh, I think, like, God and church was already established before Jesus came. That's what I'm saying. This Like, like was Christ wasn't the start of it. Yeah. There, was, there was already, like, people who said, like, oh, yo, these are the commandments. And I'm pretty sure that was before Christ Judaism. even were there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's based off that. It's not based off paganism. That's... That... That's... Because there's already some type of, like, realm. We're, like, missing a block here. Like, we're missing, like, we're talking about, like, you know, this, but we're missing a block. Like, there's already, like, stuff leading up to this Jesus Christ figure that aligned with stuff other than paganism. There was already... I'm not denying that he has aspects of paganists. I could totally see that. Like, he is like that. He seems like the total mystic just coming out. I'm just gonna keep handing out fish, even though yeah. I only had three in the ba in the basket. He, he was a threat to what was already an organized institutional religion. Yeah, but the organized institutional religion in the Holy Roman Empire—that was Catholicism, though. What was it, or was it still like the Roman belief of you know Mercury and all that? Can we look? Can we like search this? I'm actually curious. Okay. Um. What like what was the major religion? Roman religion history before Christianity. As different cultures settled in what would later become Italy, each brought their own gods to f and forms of worship. This made the religion of ancient Rome polytheistic, and they also worshipped spirits. Um, yeah, but that's early. We need like something like right before. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Because I, I feel like like um, Christ was Jewish, right? Yeah, he was Jewish. Right. So Jewish yes. was the dominant religion. Yeah. Religion. Okay. Yes. With Yahweh. Yeah. Right. Like or uh, Jehovah. But uh -huh. it, right, they don't know what how to pronounce the name, right? Because it's God only knows. Yeah. But um, and that is a very rigid, controlling, judicial. Um form of religion right yeah that is a dominator type religion yeah right it says i mean there's commandments yeah right yeah jesus didn't 
have commandments, right? He's the New Testament. He's 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 a he's a he's the new idea on the scene here. I think it's like an addition. I don't think he wipes. No, they had to incorporate them because so many people were believing in this guy that they had to just Still make him the it. one okay. fluke, okay, okay. right? And adopt him into it and then still turn it into a controlling mechanism. Christ said, you can find a direct connection with God yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, he does. Yes, yeah, yeah. 100%, right? 100%. The church, the organized government can't have that. Yeah, that's right. right. They need people to, to go to, to church and pay their tithe. pay their taxes. Yeah. Right? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I still am not going to say that Jesus was a pagan, but... Well, well I, I, I want to say he had pagan he, qualities, yeah, is what I'm qualities, saying. He yeah. wasn't exactly a pagan. Definitely. Because, I mean, he was Jewish. Was, that, that was is, Jesus a pagan? That's a fact. I, I want to see... Oh, okay, here we go. Here we have a good one from BibleNip.com. Oh, my gosh. No, Bible interp. This is, yeah, this is. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see what this The says. Jesus Mysteries was the original Jesus a pagan god. The traditional Whoa. history of Christianity is hopelessly inadequate to the facts. From our research into ancient spirituality, it has become obvious that we must fundamentally revise our, our understanding of Christian uh, origins in the most shocking of ways. Our conclusion is supported by a considerable body of evidence in our books, the Jesus Mysteries, in that Christianity was not a new revelation. It was a continuation of paganism by another name. The gospel story of Jesus is not a biology, uh, a biography of, of an, a historical messiah. It is a Jewish reworking of ancient pagan myths of, a dying, of the dying and resurrecting godman Osiris Dionysus, which had been popular for centuries throughout the ancient Mediterranean. Okay, so Osiris being Egyptian, yeah. Dionysus being Greek, Greek. Yeah. both of them were psychedelic. Dionysus, the god of wine, wine. Yeah. what did they, they were spiking the wine. It wasn't yeah. just wine. It, it was spiked with psychedelics. Okay, but this is, okay. They found proof of it. What, so they say, what exactly do they say again right there? They say that Jesus is a embodiment of basically pagan mysticism. Yeah, but Jesus was a real person. He was. Yeah. Or maybe. He was. He was some historical figure, but regardless, all of that has been distorted by this institution, the Roman Holy Roman Empire. Al Alexander the Great, the dominator. Yeah. Right? What about he him? He conquered the world. That was way before Jesus. Nope, same time. No way. Uh, July, he was... <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Well, they invented... They, they had already... The the, the, yeah, the church and... 356 B.C. Okay. When... Yeah, that's before Christ. That's already... Jesus. The figure... The, fig the, the year that Jesus Christ... Like, everything happens uh, in the Bible is year zero. It doesn't exist on the year. I see your point. Alexander I the Great swear, was before. No, okay, you're right, but by like three, four hundred years. Y y uh, 
Yeah, but because it counts backwards, it says three. But basically, the, right? but he started the dominator type culture. Yeah. Right. Or definitely. He, and his children kept that going, and so, I mean, I guess in in, in terms of the whole of history, they're pretty close. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um. So yeah. Dude, this uh, guy's crazy. Did you? Okay, this is just kind of off topic, but Alexander the Great relating to paganism you know that there's i i can't remember exactly what it was it's like he's like a demon or like that he's actually like like a pagan god like figure where like a lot of the depictions of him have him having horns Whoa. like a lot of the coins Pan. that that yeah that right. he would have are like him depicted with horns i can't remember the breakdown i can't go into depth about it but like I don't, I don't have enough information, but random wow. off-topic since we're talking about paganism. Yeah, we're not historians. Yeah, we. Sorry if we butchered a lot of. We it. Should not come to this podcast <laughs> for any facts about <laughs> anything. This is all speculation. But, uh, point being, that, um, yeah, Lucis fell. That was the end of our psychedelics for a while, but they survived in little pockets around the world. And what was the whole point of that we were talking well, about? Well, because I, I was saying, like, yeah, basically that. Like, how can we, even though it's outlawed and regulated today, like the elites or whatever supposedly controlling it, we can still get access to them. Well, so my Why own, could yeah. these other people not? Like, we could go, yeah. even if we didn't have a dealer to buy it from, we could go into the California forest, and yes. we could search for them, and we could find yeah. a psychedelic mushroom. No, we don't even need to do that. We can grow them ourselves. Well, but, we would have to grab them first, a spore, and then... Nope, they're around. Where is this forest? In Mike's house. Well, yeah, but I'm saying because he got it from somewhere. Yeah. I'm saying theoretically you say they're that per, that. No, but they're outlet. all around now. A lot of people have them. Like, I'm it's saying not that hard to find the spores. Yeah, know? but I'm saying say that outlet. You say just like have to that. Ask a friend of a friend. Say that outlet is not there because they all got it from like a dealer or something like that, right? From the Amazon. Yeah. Or wherever it was. Yeah. In his pockets, that they got. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's a dealer. Yes. But I'm saying like say that's not there. You can go into the California yeah, forest could. and like get them. Yeah. So like that's that's worst case scenario, right? Yes. Like I have to go to the forest yeah. and like forage for these mushrooms, right? Yeah. And I don't even know if they're gonna work or not, but you know yeah. I'm gonna look for them. Right. Why can't these people in other ages, where they're getting even more and more controlled through this conquest mindset, and established by Alexander the Great, going on to Roman Empire, etc., why can't these people just go and do that? Well. Because we know that the mushrooms exist. They still have to somehow occur naturally in nature. Like, the knowledge was lost. They don't even know that they exist. Like, some people, yeah, they went into, like, a dark Yeah, they don't even know. When the fall of Rome, right? Like, this was, they burned all these libraries. Yeah, libraries and libraries of acquired knowledge over human civilization evolution. That's true. Right, and at some point, they started to actually restore, in the Renaissance period, some of these old texts. And they're like, whoa what the fuck is this because they were trying to put it things from they're decoding things from old greek right and they started to decode all of these old hermetic traditions dude so alchemistry okay yeah go on right yeah and alchemy was all psychedelic like about turning your conscious into pure form and um the transformation and all of that and that came from ancient Egypt and Greece together, collaborating with their mutual gods of, of psychedelics yeah. and all that, right? 
with Thoth and, and Hermes. Those were the messengers who received the power of God from these psychedelics and, and brought them the to knowledge. Earth. They gave humanity um, math and art. Knowledge, yeah. Music, all okay. that. Yo, this is kind of a thought that you just like triggered in my head, right? So I'm watching this anime, okay? I'm just, I'm not going to get into it. I'm just talking about an idea in the anime, a premise, right? Okay. That I made me curious, and now I'm, like, realizing that. Because basically this anime dives into all this stuff that's, like, really relevant in, like, modern day. Like, yeah. it's basically, like, there's this pirate world. It's the pirate, like, age, right? All these pirates are, like, running amok, going crazy. And then there's the world government, okay? I like it. So the world government, like, rules over everything. They're like, yo, we need to stamp these pirates out and, like, stop them, right? There's a premise in it where there's like these basically huge cubes of stone that have etching on them and these things are like indestructible, okay? And these per these people like basically etched all these messages and scattered all these cube mm. stones around the world. Okay. They're like monoliths basically, yeah. like cubes. And it's like the true history, okay? Because there's a missing decade in history that the world government doesn't want anybody to know about well at all right uh -huh. like the true thing right so i always started thinking about this like yo is there even is there something because everything else that they kind of talk about it's like it has basis in the real world like mm -hmm. these concepts they're talking about like yeah i could see how that's real like in this you know mm -hmm. realm this is you know applies to this modern day but you know that thought that we just came across where it's the Jesus, year of jesus christ right okay so the year zero like, the way that the calendar works, this is before Christ yeah. and then A.D., right? Yeah. It's Addis Adonis, whatever. The entire life of Jesus Christ, there's no years to tie it to. Uh, okay, so it's like a missing... There, yeah, it's like the missing decade, essentially. Like, Or, I don't know how, century or whatever, how long he lived. Yeah. It's like a missing block. And I, I even remember, like, it just, I don't know why, but my high school history teacher brought this up. Oh, really? He, yeah, he said exactly that. He said, like, like this, the way that we measure time is literally stupid because, mm. like, the way it's really based around Christ. But the entire life of Christ, there's, like, 40, however much, however, 20 years, right? Yeah. However long he left, none mm -hmm. of that is recorded in a year of time. Mm -hmm. So we're saying A.D. 2020, really there's like 20 years missing Yeah. in that. Right, it's all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It has nothing to do with actually what Christ was doing. And yeah. all of it's totally screwed up. But I, I j it was like a random thought where I'm like, okay, like he literally said like the only historical text essentially that we have left of that time of like Jesus Christ is the Bible. Right, which was written by his disciples. Yeah, and he said him. that he said that's the only thing that we have really historically accurate and relevant about that time. Like the entire those, I'm just gonna say 20 years. I don't know how long those 20 years that Jesus Christ was in existence. There was no years right. to even tie, like two to you know be like okay, right. this happened in this year. It's just year zero. Yeah, because people didn't have a. a yeah, that was a new calendar system under these. Yeah. Yeah. And year zero is just 20 years. And that's a whole missing 20 years. Like, we don't really know what the fuck happened. Other than Jesus Christ. That's all we know. 
in like a strategic yeah, method. Well, I as mean, the Bible is not even accurate anyway. Yeah. But it's yeah. more just like I would just bring it up it's as like trip. food for thought. Like yeah, like a trip. Like like okay, yeah. then what did? That's the kind of the whole premise in the show yeah. too. Like what part, did happen? Part of having a calendar system is also the whole um, uh, part of dominating the people as well, because you can give a sense that time is permanent beyond you and you're just something that's going to live and die and then time existing will go on within this you, yeah right? so it keeps you not being special yeah right as opposed to being embedded in the ever-evolving cycle uh, of the universe like each person has their own cycle that's just going through yeah, yeah with the I Ching, um the Way divination system yeah is a calendar yeah. system based on actual celestial body movement uh, the all of nature, yeah, the, the moon, and the tides, and um, yeah, all the the zodiac processions, the all the astrological processions, but then also our own fundamental processes of the DNA. Like all the DNA is mapped out exactly in a pattern of sixty four that follows the uh, the I Ching. Like these were super super connected to what was going on actually in nature like real yeah it poly reality it followed, it followed a pattern of 13 months the 13 was the was um if you because if you take uh 384 days right which is 13 months of, of 29 point something days so basically 30 days this is the cycle of the moon right well um 384 is 64 times 6 and that's how the si the hexagrams are laid out yeah right so these mother goddess type or intuitive type cultures whatever um like they had it on the nose and then rome fucked it up by making it a yeah, sun god with 12 months and it doesn't match the, up with the, the real phenomenon was, at all. No, because the sun was originally like a male type figure. Yeah. Right, or seen as like a male god. Yeah. And so it became shifted to that as a power move. And then you, we went off the sun as the solar year, and that became the 12 months. Right? So, and it's not in sync with nature. So. Like I said, like you really can't measure time. Well, it's not not because time isn't regular. It's not. It's time, relative. It, no, it's it's it, it's not that it's. I mean, well, actually, you're right. But Terence McKenna asked a, a a question like, if how which which takes longer, which takes longer, fifty thousand events in one second, or one event. 50,000 seconds? Does that make sense? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It, it, it really time yeah, is measured by how many events happen yeah, it's, in that it's, time. It's, you have to, everything that we define is all related to material. That's the only way yeah, that the, we can measure anything. Yeah, the events that are occurring. Even distance, you can only measure one point in relation to another. Right. There's only one point. There's no distance at all. We can't know what it's it is. It's only local. Same thing with time. We can only base it off movement we're basic basing move we're basing time off of yeah 
how long it takes for these grand so, bodies to move because we know that they move in a regular fashion. Yeah. So we can measure time based on these physical movements. Regularities. I mean, we did this. There's like this game we played like last night. It's like on the phone. And it's like a game where you – a beep goes off, right? And you have to count how long it's been in between the next beep. Oh, I like so it goes that. beep. And you have to count how long it's been until the next beep, right? Uh-huh. And whoever got closest or right on the dot is the winner. Cool. And the, the, my point here is that everybody had completely different answers. Yeah. Someone would have 10 seconds. Someone else would have 48 seconds. Yeah. Right? So everybody is literally – you can't measure time. Like if you're measuring time just like yourself, you can't do it. Not accurately. I mean, right. some people were better at it than others, right? But T- time as a as a a measuring system, but I mean actual time, which is change, right? Yeah. Right. So, so if if you follow the model of the I Ching, right, that these ancients modeled, right, which is really actually a me- is a model of time. And it's a calendar system that doesn't depend on time being a um, linear uh, thing of its own thing where everything falls into place under time. Yeah. I, and, and instead, just because, just like everything else in life, time itself evolves. Yeah. Right? So in the beginning of the universe, there was no time. There's none. Because there were no events happening. Yeah. But as more and more events started to occur, as the universe got more complex and there were, there were more basically like pieces in which you could uh, compare uh i would say that time could only not exist like right before the big bang once the big bang happens time exists uh, it's what the way we think of it right we think yeah. of time like the universe on a timeline yeah. but the timeline isn't rigid like it, it doesn't it's not existing in its own right what i'm saying is the timeline is actually a spiral okay okay so it starts with just a little bit and then as it goes up, the time is increasing at rap. It, it's accelerating. Actually, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine it actually. Imagine as well. A, a, time reverse. is accelerating, but the way people perceive it within okay. it is slower. Imagine it instead as a reverse spiral. So it comes from the outside, and then starts coming inward on yeah. this inner spiral. Okay. Okay. So that, as you progress through time, your convulsions are happening more frequently. Yeah. So you're spinning around the drain faster and faster and faster. Yeah. And more events are then occurring. More yeah. uh, evol- evolution is happening on a faster rate, right? Yeah. So that's time accelerating, right? Right? But the the Roman conception of time is that there's only the straight timeline and things just move from point A to point B from the past to the future and the past caused the future, mm-hmm. right? The mystics pretty much understood the past is not caused by the future. The present is being pulled into the future by some future attractor, and we're, like, falling into it. So the Big Bang isn't the Big Bang. It's um, it's being pulled out of the nothingness into, like, a black hole at the end of time. So as an What's well, a black hole at both ends? So, yeah, but what I'm saying is... Instead of things being thrown out, they're uh, falling in. Well, okay, I, guess, I guess here we're getting tripped up on the wording again. Big Bang, I'm just using as, like, existence. 
like, as far as, like, I'm saying, like, time exists to some degree as soon as that nothingness becomes something. So I would yeah. agree. I, w- I would agree that it's like, like at the start, right? It's like the Big Bang. There's nothing. There's nothing here at all. It's yeah. everything's one, right? And then it slowly gets like pulled out. Where now, Perturbed. there's like this A like difference. there's just energy. There's just like this stuff here, and like because like nothing's really happening. It's just a bunch of energy, right? Yeah. So time's moving super slow, but time does exist at this point. Like there's something there. So there's two objects, and there's di- like space. Then there's time. But I'm. I, I, I would, we're, you're still thinking what I'm saying is time is, is not is not that way time right it's still attached to what is happening right so originally in the beginning you have just pure plasma like it's just yeah yes just streams of disassociated electrons just raw energy raw energy yeah. right and it it's so hot yes that it can't do anything yes other than just float around like Yes. Fire is plasma, right? Yes. It's literally just ele- uh, particles that can't. Yeah. Just it's basically everything is that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it has to cool. Yes. Right. And then as it cools, it's able to crystallize. Yeah. Into order. Into. And I mean, there's other steps before that, but yeah, it eventually becomes some type of physical matter. Well, like the in in order for atomic structures to occur, you have to have. It has to be way cooler than what originally the heat temperature was. Before the, like even like before even there was atomic structures. There was quantum. It just becomes like yeah, yeah like quantum antimatter matter that right. cancel out and it's just a huge war. Which is timeless. It's yeah. beyond time. Yeah. It you could say uh, it's it's everywhere and nowhere. Yeah. Right. Yes. See, it's there's no real time happening, right? It's not it's it that see. That, I'm talking observable universe. It's though. a simpler um, level, out of which the yeah the third three-dimensional world yeah. that we live in came out of just like our epigenetics came out of us yeah is what i'm saying yeah okay and so the time um so on when it when that came out of it then like uh time sort of but time is only measured by whatever is happening events and considering that yeah. what is happening is speeding up and how and and is doing more yeah right so time is speeding up so so it's not fixed like that, or it's linear. So, as and, and as we approach heat death, right? Mm-hmm. That means the universe is 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 approaching maximum complexity, because it's getting colder and colder and colder. And when you get to a level of like um, superconductors, right? Well, superconductors um, require extremely cold temperature. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And superconductors are the most complex thing that we've produced so far, and those are approaching quantum computers. Yeah. Right. At a very, very low temperature. That's why Google and these big uh, information companies have all their properties out in um, Iceland, and right, they have these big warehouses full of uh, CPUs and servers. Yeah. Yeah, and servers, because the literally the electrons that transmit these uh, signals um, are much more ordered because it's colder, right? And so the, the matter's not moving around so much, so you get a cleaner signal, right? So you're able to produce, uh, uh, transmit more information, right? And, and, and more complex languages can occur. Yes. More coding, more AIs, higher, higher things. What's more, just more things can happen faster. Yes. So things, event, not, not necessarily it's more complex, but it's just like. It is more complex. Uh, that too, but it's like, like the key point here is that 
the amount of transactions that can happen between two points mm-hmm. is exponentially more than a standard computer. Like, what I've what I've heard complexity being described as is is um, the higher it, it's 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 uh, just more things. More energy per unit matter. Okay. Okay. So the sun, which is super massive, yeah, also has a fuck ton of energy. Energy, more energy, really compared, uh, but not not as much mass compared to the amount of energy it has. Yeah. So it's very very simple. It's not complex. Yeah. Even though it has a fuck ton of energy. Yeah. Right. Um, but when you come when you look at the a human brain, right, um, it may not have as much energy as the sun but the patterns in which the energy is playing out per unit mass cubic Matter. mass yeah uh, yes yeah are so much higher compared to the sun right and that's way more complex all those little neurons and paths in which the energy is this matrix that it's created out of all the patterns of uh, woven energy that it has all these little channels way more complex and the computers are approaching even more complex than that no yeah for sure right <clears throat> so you get this trade-off as the universe cools you get maximum complexity which is the same thing as saying that um that the that time is that the events are happening more quickly because you have more little pieces to like to, like, play to reinforce that little like, branches like for example there's tiktok right you're familiar with the app yeah, I heard of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they like, <laughs> so they like, like, this is pretty much like each video's max like one minute, right? Yeah. And you're going through this feed in the matter of an hour, right? You can go through like more than, I mean, 60 minimum because if each video is an hour and you watch each of them, 60 minimum things within that hour, right? Okay. Each of these minutes can be packed with so much data. And so much different context and like like things and trends or whatever it is, right? All the social or factual information, yeah. data, just data, pretty much, right? Yeah, cybernetic code. Yeah, mm-hmm. that like people are actually perceiving time faster. So like for example, they'd be like, okay, this trend, right? Uh, like a like a specific trend, the WAP dance, right? In <laughs> reality, or in reality. The WAP dance was trending maybe like one or two weeks ago. But to us, that feels like it's already been three months. Because of the... Because of how much we're we're processing this information. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just an example of what you're saying. Time is accelerating. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the epigenetics even further accelerated by the cybernetics. Yeah. even, Even more, we've perpetuated in computers where we're building AIs. Where they like, for example, they do like, uh, you know, Top Gun, yeah, like where it's like the pilots and stuff. Uh-huh. So they like they had a, a AI, um, basically train and do the same shit that they would do like in the simulation, right? Yeah. And um, they had like the top people from Top Gun, like top real pilots, come and compete against the AI, and yeah. the AI won 100 percent of the time. And the reason is the AI in the amount of time that we perceive. We can only run simulations so fast, yeah. right? But the AI, in a matter of seconds, can th- run already a hundred simulations. A hundred thousand thoughts in a millisecond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. Right? It's exactly. a representation of our own minds, but it's able More. to do it way better. Yeah. And right? And is not chemistry a representation of physics that's able to do it way better? It is better? physics. It is physics. It is physics. It's, it is. It's a representation yeah. of physics, too. Yeah. It's physics it's in a specific making a scope. better self. Yeah. Right? Chemistry is just physics. Everything is just physics. Yes. Technically. But it's another layer of this complexity yeah. on top of it. I mean, you're just looking. Yeah. Everything is physics, essentially. Physics is everything. And then there's even deeper And then it's like you could go like, physics. yeah, quant yeah. like, or I mean, I'm just saying physics. Obviously, you can go even bigger or smaller. I'm just choosing physics as like a starting. Yeah. You could generalize physics as everything matter, you know, your thought process, everything, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. So this is physics. Uh -huh. And then the lens at which that we look at is, you know, you could just keep going. Now chemistry, biology, and it's just this telescope yes. of scopes and yeah. lenses that we put in front of a specific idea, the root of all knowledge, yes. to be able to understand things more and more and more on different levels and the complexity of each thought yes. growing in, in yeah. turn. And even before quantum fluctuations, you can say – that the pure source of all of that was a type of universal language like this mind logic like a collective collective unconscious basic primordial language yeah which created the geometries through which the um quantum fluctuations followed right before there was any matter or energy there were these basic uh there was code it was like a code, yeah. A it's like for code. like like, and that was the mold. I mean, code uh, in a sense. I mean, just to clarify the wording here, if we're using comparing the universe to an AI, when you code an AI, you don't code what it is. You code the the dimensions that it will exist in. Like so, when you code an AI, I'm not saying this AI is going to be smart. It's uh -huh. going to be able to do this. You're coding uh -huh. like it can do this type of task. Uh -huh. It can make this type of movement. Uh -huh. It can communicate uh -huh. in this fashion, yeah. right? Uh -huh. And from there, it exists in these dimensions that yeah. it can do, and then it becomes its own thing. But what important thing being that the code started first. Yeah. Yes. So, so the fun code came first. Yeah. So language is the basis of nature, right? And what we see is just a higher and higher rate of expanding language on all levels. DNA is language. It's trying to get to be, to have the most amount of description about nature. Uh, it's, so it's nature trying to express itself I, in as many ways as possible. Yeah, I would agree, but I don't, I, I have to, we have to backtrack here. I don't think language, I think language is a key part, but I think language wouldn't be the right term I mean, language, I guess, but we're evolving to a point where we're trying to surpass language. Yes. We don't want it. It's, it's not inefficient. Well, we want a better language, but faster and faster languages, right? So the AI is, has created faster and faster, more efficient languages. Okay, yeah. So we're, right? we, we have to, yeah. We, I mean, we have to broaden the but, term okay, okay, language. Okay, your iPhone, right? Yeah. Like, um, pe people, scientists were studying that the rate of, of like, language information exchange actually went down when we only had two thumbs to type messages yeah okay but then emojis but yeah emojis and not just emojis pictures yeah the ability to send pictures a picture is worth a thousand, a thousand words. words but is it is way more yeah. because 
instead of having to describe how long it would take you to describe what that picture is, you would never be able to do it. But with the picture, you are literally able to show an actual memory in perfect clarity at any time yeah. after it was recorded. Yes. Okay, that's a static picture. Then you have motion pictures. Then you have mo motion pictures with color and audio. Then yeah. you have holograms. Okay, now that you have a three-dimensional object that you can project right in front of you. It's getting closer and closer to actually describing physical realities to the point where it's gone beyond that and we know it's not real because it's too real, right? So we created a virtual reality so real that we that normal reality is boring. So we go and we turn to our, our virtual realities as our source of entertainment because our normal reality produced the virtual realities and normal reality is a more simple Every stage before it is always more simple than the, the next. Yeah. Yeah. Because why? Why would you make a virtual reality if if you already had something? Okay, then. But let's look at the concept of dark ages, right? Yeah. In a sense, that became more simple. Yeah, it did. But that was only a a a, a, a phase. It was a, a teenage phase. Yeah, then we can't say that it fluctuates. That's what yeah. that's what Terence okay. McKenna has made a model yeah. of. Is that in the end, complexity always wins. Okay. Novelty always wins, but it has to go up and down, and to be able to keep going. It does these waves, and it, it goes between it, organization and creativity. Uh, yeah, making order and tradition, and, and trying to like stabilize and 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 and, and uh, get a hold of yourself. And then you get bored, and then you descend into yeah. creativity and novelty, and you start the whole process again until the rate of change stabilizes again, and you, you're at a, a balance, and then you go up again, and you, then you drop even lower than you were before, yeah. but it's always lower than it's ever been, yeah. right? But yeah, and, and it does it in these resonance-type cycles, yeah. right? And uh, you end up with rocket ships and neural links. Neuralink is literally the end of the boundary between biology and technology, cybernetics and, and, and pharmaceuticals. It's the end of the boundary between anything. Yes. It is the I wouldn't have to talk to you right now. Right. I could project isn't that, a thought into isn't your that head. The most, yeah, that's, that's still language, but you don't need – you don't need so – it's like you don't even – you've gone but past I, language. Yeah. You can think – without words right but so you still think in what are you thinking of, images aren't images better than words sounds i mean i can imagine it varies i would say that there's times where i think in words there's times that i think in images and there's times i think in nothing but a thought is still there Terrence the only time the only time that that's happened is since that shroom trip though Okay. Yeah. So, so I would have a so conscious thought, but there's no like thing there. Like I'm, I'm understanding these concepts and things, but there's no image or like language or anything coming in my head. My head is blank, but I'm still pondering over something. Yeah. I don't know if that. It yeah. sounds weird, but Ter Terrence McKenna says that, like the fundamental, like language of the universe is visual. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because it's made of light. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even sound, which is a, a medium of, and it requires a medium of, of matter, right, as vibrational uh, occurrences, right, really 
comes out of light in the end, just like chemistry comes out of, of physics. I mean, everything is condensed is light. light. It's condensed yeah, light. Yeah, literally it's, everything is light. It's, it's just energy. It's the raw primal spectrum of, of, of light, and you're weaving it to create a matrix out of which appears to be solid, but is actually just moving so fast that you can't put your hand through it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's cre- yeah, it's moving so fast as creating a force that I can't put my hand so through. What is, so matter is like storing this light energy yeah. in it. Like yes. it's a battery. Yep. Okay, it's a resistance. Every atom, every it's, single atom. Uh-huh. It's a resistance to change. And so all of this light is getting locked up in physical matter. Yeah. Okay, and it realizes that this sucks. It sucks to have a body. So in, in, as it becomes aware of itself, again, that it is the eternal light, uh-huh. It tries to get out of the, the locked-up structure of matter okay. and tries to escape back into its pure form, which is total bliss freedom. and freedom. Yeah. Yes. So that is what we're seeing well, as we approach the fiber-optic age of, of, of information. Dude. Is the, is the matter trying to get out and become the light again? Right, the visual realm, and that's what's crazy about DMT, to bring it in a full circle, is that it's in entirely um, um, visually based. All of these psychedelics are visually stimulated. Yeah. And if you think about it, if you were able to see exactly what I saw, you would be me. Yeah. The only thing that makes us different is what we see. Yeah. Right. Whereas we give so much uh, uh. power to the actual visual spectrum, like. We, we barely even notice the other senses, like visual, vi, vis, But uh, there's a key so difference there. If you, okay, if we're both sitting right here, right? Yeah. Someone bursts through the door and stabs someone dead right in front of us, right? Yes. And I happen to know the person and you don't, right? And I know that that person is a rapist and he just got killed. So I'm like lit. This person just died, right? Okay. And you're not. You're like, yo, what the fuck? Okay. Like, I'm afraid. Well, basically, I'm saying, like, the way that I'm feeling and appraising about this thing that I've seen. Yeah. Just because we both saw the same thing doesn't yeah, we make see the same thing. me see? you. We saw different things. Yeah, okay. But if I saw it exactly as you saw it, and you have the memories of seeing in the way that you did. Okay. Right? If we had the same memory, memory yeah. is really just uh, memories of light. What's well, the same thought then? I think we're talking about not like when we're saying seeing, it's yeah, we're tying it too much to visual. But what is thought? It's encoding. I guess it is observation. Encoding of light. Yeah. Yeah. And it's trying to make a, a basically a better thoughts out of better languages, which are, a, approach maximum light beams, you know? He said, "What is a thought?" Yeah, what is a thought? It's a language. It's part of it's it's a uh, language. Ah, uh, okay. It's a code. It's a code. It's a code. Yeah. Well, it's coding experience. It's a because la- the when we say language, it it ties too much to, like I'm talking to you or That's there's coding. some type of symbol. You took or communication. Thing, right? you're yeah. Coding and but you're decoding. I, but I'm saying, a thought. If we're talking about a fish, yes. right? Okay. A fish is, to some degree, aware of its own existence. 
I'll take that. It's a resonance right? Right? feedback yeah. system. So it doesn't think no. I exist, No. but it understands that it exists. Because we are using a higher level, an epigenetic language. And the fish don't use epigenetic languages. Yeah. They use genetic languages only. They're, that's why they're simpler. Yeah. Right? They don't have as complex of a conscious feedback system as we do. So we have the ability to produce a more complex language and attach symbols to everything, right? And the AI can do it on the next level up than we can, is what I'm saying. So it, but, but the fish is running on code as well. Yeah, some type of code. But it's just some a simpler it's some version. type of system. DNA. Yeah. Yeah. And we are too, but we, we said that's not good enough. It's not good yeah. enough. But I mean, you know, people, people say that uh, language was created so that you could lie. Because you don't need language if you could see it yourself. You could create something and then you can tell someone a lie. It's like a distortion, a representation of the truth, but a distortion, really. And you can tell I think it's like two sides of the same coin, though. Like, to tell the truth is to lie. You can't really tell the truth with words. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You so just language is the language. Like, it's the, a lie. The, the perception of a lie or truth is just like a perception. That's right? it. And isn't a virtual reality a lie? No. If you If you tell someone this is reality, it's not. Why not? If someone were to tell you that you live in the matrix right now, right? And that none of this is real. Yes. What makes it any less real? Because even though I believe it to be all of reality, it's not the whole picture. It rests on a... But uh, you no, no, no. You, you'd know that this isn't all it. What if I don't know it? Well, you do. I'm talking to you right now. If I were to talk okay. to you, like, okay. like say, right? Someone okay. comes up to you, you knowing everything you know already, that there's so much more to this, right? That we can never fathom everything, but, you know, we exist where we are right now. And someone came and told you that this is all a simulation. We're living in a game of our creators. Yeah, right? and I would ask, who coded the simulation? Okay. Right? Yeah. Because someone coded it. Yeah. Or maybe it was another code that coded itself, right? Just yeah. like AI codes yep. itself, yeah. right? Yeah. It's an algorithm yeah. that codes itself, uh -huh. okay? Out of, and it used to be way simpler code, right? It's growing and in complexity. And now it's code that's building up better building blocks to build better building blocks, to, or it's fractalizing, right? Yeah. And so it's d giving, uh, increasing in density of, of, of information and then it therefore has a, a greater uh, capacity to um, express reality in higher dimensions. Okay. Right? So we have a higher dimensional reality um, than what maybe originally existed. Okay. Um, and if we say that this is all there is, then we're shooting, we're, we're, we're fools because this came out of something else. Yeah, okay, but like, I'm saying, the, the point that, to bring it back, we're saying, you're saying if you were to show someone a virtual reality, yeah, and then say this isn't real, right? Like, whether that's true or not. So if someone were to come up to you and say that this is a game, and say this isn't real, okay. what makes this not real? It's not. It is real. And that's kind of my point. Some I've had some people come up to me and they're like, 
you know, uh, I've had Jason bring my friend Jason. He 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 brought over like one of these, one of his homies who's like started to get in like this whole like spiritual wave, and he's like, like talk to my friend Jr. Like he kind of spent some time reflecting over ideas and stuff. Maybe you guys could talk about some ideas. So his homie, he like came up and he's like, sometimes like you know like like we're basically talking about all these things that we're talking about, right? Like synchronicities mm. uh resonance all these patterns and yeah. stuff you realize in your life this spiritual aspect right and then okay. he's like yeah but then like sometimes like i just think like maybe we're just all in a matrix so like it doesn't matter right but okay what why why why, why, why it does matter? it matter why would it matter if we're in a simulation or not all you know in your entire life that you will ever know yeah. we could talk all this bullshit this history this theories whatever all you'll ever know is that you experience things that's it I can never know that you exist. I can never know that I exist. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I can know that I exist in the sense where I can perceive my own thoughts. I can never know that you think right, thoughts. These are all words. The same right? way See, that we're I just do. Just tripping up over language. See, because fish doesn't exist. Fish doesn't exist. But when you hold what fish represents, the word fish, uh -huh. you you can't hold the word fish in your hand, so it's not real. You see what I'm saying? It's real in a different way. It's real on an, on its own level. But my point is that if you were to think, for okay, let's bring it to like someone who has schizophrenia, right? Okay. Or in a dream, let's say like this is a dream, so it's more relatable, right? Yes. An extremely vivid dream, where you go through, and you're holding a fish. You're holding that fish. Yeah. You live through that experience. It's real. I see. It's no less real yeah. than this reality you're in right now. What's real is what you experience. That's it, period. Rel like the, the term, yeah, we're getting tripped up on language because we're getting tripped on the term real. When you try to say something is real or something's not. The fact that we can even talk about something, conceptualize, or experience something in any form of way makes it real. Yes. Like we could say that dragons aren't real, right? And we use that term, like, dragons aren't real, to elaborate on things because we know that yeah. in a shared reality that yeah. we have, a, they aren't real. A dragon is a, is a motif of yes. the imagination. Yes. Right? Of a bunch of, like, a whole bunch of, like, yeah. we can, like and it's, But my point is, like, the term real is we're saying dragons aren't real because we know that in this shared reality, we're not going to walk down the street or go encounter a but dragon. But the fact that, exactly, so we can imagine something that isn't there. But it is. The fact that, right. that you're perceiving it makes it real. You manifest it. Yeah. And That's what I'm saying. You are essentially a god. Anything that you yeah. conceptualize becomes reality. Right. They, um, I mean, even in the sense like, like these gods before, right? Like, like so not to say that humans created gods, but, no, but they wouldn't exist unless everybody thought they were real. By implication... Yeah, well, like we can kill a god if everybody on earth were to be slaughtered that believed in Jesus Christ or believed in God, right? The Christian God, and you killed everybody on earth. Just saying theoretically, I could snap my fingers magically; they're all dead. Yes, that Christian, and it wipes off all the history of uh, Christian gods, right? And everybody woke up the next day and like they knew that the church and stuff was real, and now it's not there. It wouldn't exist. But because people 
collectively come together and these social interactions yeah. it creates yeah this a god reality. yeah this church this reality yeah. yeah because we uh agree upon it yeah um right but that's, i'm saying you can that's even the epigenetics but i'm saying you can even lower that to the individual where anything that you conceptualize is your reality like i mean yes. you brought up in the beginning like you're saying like Okay, you have negative thoughts like, oh, I'm not shit. I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's your reality. You well, can't do that now. You know that you can't do that because you're creating that. Anything that you conceptualize at all. If I conceptualize an entirely new up. monster. You're dreaming it up. Yeah, but you're, right? you, you're using. And all of realities as a, is in a way is a dream. Yeah, exactly. That's all, my point. Okay, yes. I, I like that. So what I. It was interesting. Like none of it's real, but all of it is real. So, so again. I stumbled. I thought it was interesting because you went to Big Sur. Did you go to Big Sur? You ever been to Big Sur? I've been to you Big live Sur. In Big Sur. I mean, I don't live you, there, I mean, but yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I live up there, so I've been there. Yeah. Um, the Big South, below your hometown. And you know what the Esalen Institute is? No. So it's it's mounted right on the cliffs, above the ocean there uh, in Big Sur. Uh huh. And it's like this little um, foundation. I don't know if it's a university or if it's like a school or whatever, but basically it's historically been known where super smart ass hippies went uh-huh. to have these 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 conversations. Yeah. So I found a video when I was just watching the Terrence McKenney videos where it's him, the ma- a mathematician from Harvard, who ended up on his psychedelic journey, and a biologist likewise. Okay, and they're all sitting cross-legged on the floor in front of an audience talking about this stuff and they said that the one guy was saying that the mathematician was saying that okay originally um predating like uh like babylonia okay so babylonia had these myths right um from the epics of gilgamesh and all of that yeah like we know that it originally had this myth of chaos Gaia and Eros, okay? So chaos is sky. It represents, like, the void. Yeah. Emptiness. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Gaia is Earth. And Eros is, like, the tension force created between the two. Okay? So this is really actually similar to, now that I think about it, to um, yin-yang and the alchemical river formed between them. Yeah. Right? Light, dark and that tension that builds up between them, that creative river, okay? And we've ended up as fucked up as we are, thinking that chaos is like a force of destruction yeah. and, and disorder and all of that. But ri- it's really just emptiness and the fear of nothing, right? Or it's not the fear of nothing, but we have a fear of nothing, right? The vacuum. Yeah. So it's, it's just the, that, that void the space right creative space and then gaia being almost like the material yeah right or the matrix right mother matrix mater uh, meter yeah. measurable uh-huh. right and um fuck what were we talking about what was the point of this well you're talking about like these people hippies they're sitting talking to each other yeah but before that what were we talking about uh, language. We're talking about reality how it doesn't matter everything's a dream a dream. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Gaia has p- 
periods or the universe as a whole has periods of of being asleep and periods of being awake and when it's on the dark side so when it's like on the dark side of the earth when it's not away from the light it's asleep and that's when it's dreaming uh-huh okay and then when it's on the light side that means it's awake so it goes it has to rest and it has to wake up yeah. okay right so when it's dreaming it's dreaming up all the potential possibilities of what could be realities and those are the dreams of the imagination of gaia okay and then when it's awake it realizes whatever it could of those what it dreamed up and it be, those become out, actual outcomes so the material i just thought that was interesting Dude, yeah. Right? I resonated with that. Right? So we were talking about imagination. I, had, like, I haven't had that in a while, like where so, your mind just clicks with it. Yeah, so we can dream, and then we can manifest those dreams, right? And we have to create better and better languages to manifest what we are trying, uh, such as these elaborate dreams, into the limited um, material world, which is evolving also with our dreams. It's the manifestation of our dreams. Like, if you look around, as these houses were the manifestations of oh, our ideas. Yeah. 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 So, when you take psychedelics, you go into the collective imagination of Gaia, and you see all of those images that it's imagining up, and then you come back and you wake up. Or are you... Well, I don't know. Are you, are you dreaming now? I think there's no difference. Or is this You're tripping dream? up on words. We're tripping up on words. Yeah, maybe. Like, they're both the same thing. But, you know, people always say psychedelics wake you up. Like, right? We're in the state of dreaming. We're in the, the world of dreams, in the imagination, and this isn't reality. This is just the imagination. And it, when we die, we wake up. Or when we take these ridiculous chemicals, they wake us up. Right? To But no, the only a language barrier here. But the only point of waking up is so that you can um, go back to sleep and dream again. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. There's no. It's just. It's two sides of the same coin. It's yin and yang. Exactly. When you. It's only because it's rotating in yeah. certain dimensions that we perceive this yeah. type of like time change. But. Like, like that flaming lips song. They're like, uh, the sun. Never goes down. What is it? The. The sun never sets. On the Roman it's just Empire. an illusion caused by the world spinning around. Yeah. Right? So death doesn't actually exist. Yeah. It's just an illusion caused by the rotation of our phase through Time. the awake or the dreaming part, whatever it is, the, what, this, what we are perceiving as to yeah. be life, right? Through this, this, fra this, this uh, um, sh uh, reflection, this projection, shadow. The it's a shadow of the rotating uh, eschaton, uh, or the, the higher dimensional object that's timeless, outside of time, that casts all these shadows into the lower dimensions, that, and it's rotating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little side story, but... Like, for example, like, I was, like, a kid, maybe, like, eight years old. I don't know. And, you know, everyone believes in Santa Claus, right? <laughs> okay. When you're a kid, right? Uh-huh. 
And like I yeah, like I believe in Santa Claus. Yeah, right? me too. And so now, you know, you learn like, okay, my parents got me all that stuff that said from Santa, right? Mm-hmm. But there I distinctly remember this to this day where like we're like waiting for Santa Claus, like my brother's getting ready for bed, I'm pretty much ready and I like I'm in the living room and I'm like, When's he coming? When's he coming? And I look through the blinds at the like house across the street and there is an undeniable silhouette because everything's dark the lights were out of the street lights there's an undeniable silhouette of a sleigh a person Whoa. with like like it looks like santa and a bunch of reindeer in front like just exactly how you'd imagine the yeah. silhouette of santa it was so distinct and so vivid mm. i literally freaked out like oh my god oh my god like and my like mom comes running like what happened what happened i was like it's him like it's him like i <laughs> saw him like i literally saw him yeah. like visually like i saw and i even to this day like like when i like think back like it comes around christmas time and they're like, you know, people are like, you know, now like Santa's not real. I still in the back of my head, I'm like, then what did I see? You know, what about those elves that you see when you go into DMT land? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here, here I have to, I, okay, please, please, please soon, whatever. Watch the, the Joe, the new, one of the newest Joe Rogans that came out. I think okay. it was like a day or two ago. Okay. And he brings on. A guy who is like a expert in psychedelics uh -huh. from an academic point of view he's never taken them okay but he does all this research on it because he's like damn there's actually like a lot of this stuff and he talks about elusis and all this evidence and he actually proved he was the first person to prove that there's evidence that um that these wines and beers were spiked with psychedelics that they found okay. these chemicals yeah that they actually residue so in our the, yeah. our ancestors were getting high as fuck on these things okay uh -huh. and that's where we get all this stuff okay but they also started talking about the amanita mes uh mascara okay mascaria amanita mascaria yeah that's the uh the, the toadstool that is mushroom like, yeah the mushroom yeah based around uh -huh. christmas they're like red with the white dots yeah christmas yeah, yeah. and like the Which pagan theory where like kris kringle or whatever yeah. is based around this okay and he's all jolly because he's supposed to have taken all these mushrooms right yeah maybe yeah. you know more than i do but here's what they said anyway in the podcast they said well it is it's weird that the two main colors of christmas are red and white yeah okay we put these red and white packaged things under pine trees. Amanita mascaria I found under. grows under pine trees. Mm -hmm. Okay. Turns out, historically, um, people were taking these Amanita mascaria, and when they became illicit or legal <clears throat> um, things, they would have to be delivered of all ways down the fucking chimney, chimney yeah at, to be discreet okay yeah. so here's what's even crazier reindeer love amanita mascaria they love eating that shit yep to the point where like people have stories of like where they would e eat the man amanita mascaria and then they would like go out and and pee outside and like they would get knocked over by a reindeer trying it's to get at the pee, yeah, yeah, because they like the amanita yep. mascaria. And this whole myth 
is about Santa Claus flying with a fleet of, of reindeer. Reindeer. Yeah. I delivering watched, I watched this presents. like nine minute video like last Christmas where it, I think it was literally titled like Pagan Mushroom Santa Claus yeah. Christmas or something, right? Like it, it basically summing up in yeah. like a shorter version, yeah. like all that stuff. Like, yeah. like, and yeah, that, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier when uh, we say like, you know, there's pagans in other areas. We you know we had like these Viking pagans, etc. Like yeah. these are the type of groups that were like, like starting saying, off with this. Yeah. Like, like pagan is like just a word, but basically they're all, all these like mystic, tribes yeah i like they all had yeah they all had their own like name for themselves at the time which we've lost through history but generally poly animistic Animistic. polytheistic nature spirit believing um those are the overarching like beliefs that existed in all we came from and we got lost somewhere and psychedelics play a big role in that yeah yeah (sighs) great talk yep i have a christmas story for you okay oh 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 Um, I couldn't sleep and I wanted to like go downstairs like in the middle of the night and peek under the tree and see if Santa had come or not and I swear it wasn't like Santa Claus but it looked like like a spirit like a ghost almost and I remember distinctly seeing it like looking under the tree and like just like looking around like under the tree and I was like holy shit like this is him I ran up the stairs I got my dad out of bed and my dad came down the stairs with me, and he was gone. Dude, I low-key, like, but I, I goosebumps s- as fuck right now. Yeah, like, like, I remember seeing him with my own Like, eyes. that story, I feel like, just got into, like, this whole other meta level if we were to connect the two of our stories where, like, this idea, right, like, of that, coming back to, like, almost, like, that's why I brought up the story, like, what we think becomes reality, like when a bunch of people have a conscious thought each you already on your own have like a thought right and it has energy that you can like you know that becomes something to you like i'm gonna do this or you know that that motivation can allow you to do certain things or like bring certain to manifestation when a yeah when a bunch of people do it though that's like even stronger right and like the belief of santa claus right or like like what people would call christmas spirit right like that's almost like what i thought when you say like you saw a spirit mm-hmm. like it's like the yeah it's a collective belief in this idea of like this spirit or whatever that like yeah. manifests yeah. in front of people yeah. who like really believe like almost like especially children yeah yeah that's what but even that like the like the idea of like like you know, you won't see until you believe. You know how that's always the theme in all the Christmas movies, right? That's so fucking meta. Yeah, like, you're cool. not going to believe. I'm not going to see. You You will never see Santa is real until you believe in him and that's, without. That's almost, you could substitute that exact thing out with the, the hallucinations you get from um, tripping. Yeah, or right. even just, like, God and having faith or, like, reality. Yeah. That same thing could be switched out. Yeah, and like, but I'm like, I like the experience that like we, that's already two people that like had a like in the same room. Like, what's what are the odds that I would bring up that story? Mm-hmm. And now like she has something similar, right? Like, mm-hmm. just something visually manifesting in front of her, relating around the same thing. Where like 
you're so hyped that, you know, like, I really believed in Santa Claus. Like, I was like, people, like, I was like already older in the older phase of like, yeah. you know, people were shitting on me like, Santa's not real, dude. Like, yeah. right? And I'm like, dude, no, like, you could suck my dick. Santa's fucking real. Wow, you said that? <laughs> no, well, but, like, I had a body mouth, yeah, but like, I was like, I'm just saying, like, Damn, basically, like, never changed. Like, fuck. <laughs> I'm basically still like, no, like, Santa Claus like, still calls people. Like, screw you. Like, like, yeah. Santa Claus is real. Yeah. Like, and I, I was not going to be phased on that. Like, I yeah. believe in him and I saw like visually okay. vividly okay this is a good conversation because okay so oh yeah so I, I was saying what's up with Santa Claus always being accompanied with machine elves uh, oh no that doesn't work here oh, I got it get some light in here um, machine elves why is he always accompanied he's accompanied with elves, elves. he works with elves yeah well like all of these fairy tale stories from every culture always have mythologies with elf people. Yeah. When you take uh, it's so uh, endless cases of when you take ridiculous amounts of psychedelics, mushrooms, DMT, um, mostly elves. Yeah. Elves, big thing. Elves. What are the elves? Little people that live in the forest. All the what fantasy stuff definitely came from psychedelics yeah okay uh, so if you ask someone like uh carl jung right the, the psychologist right he, he came up with the idea of like archetypes yeah right he's saying that all of these things are like archetypes of the human unconscious no yeah right? definitely right so Even like the dragon we were talking about earlier it's just like the matter like just that yeah so so terence explores this and he says okay what if there are beings Okay, like souls yeah. that are there, and we're trying to filter this down into our reality where these guys are beyond language, and they're beyond time, and we're trying to bring these back, and they end up coming out as elves. Yeah, and that's archetypes. the manifestation. Yeah, yeah. But Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, they're not just ideas. They're actual beings, hyperdimensional uh, orbs. Yeah. That are basically like the 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 soul of consciousness of of people, ancestors is what he eventually comes to conclude. These are like our ancestors. Okay. I mean, I can get on board with that to a degree, but I feel like there's such a varying amount of archetypes like that where there's so much more than just ancestors. I feel like. Yeah, people would definitely rather believe that aliens exist than ancestors. Well, no, I'm saying, like, in the sense, like, okay, because we have the elf archetype, right? Yes. And we have, like, a dark elf archetype. Yeah. So what's – they're both ancestors? Ancestors to what degree? Like, we're talking, well, like, early Neanderthals? We're talking well, even earlier well, Homo sapiens? He, what he's saying is you didn't take a big enough dose. Okay. You only saw just the, 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 just, that's what your mind could come up with because you didn't go as far enough. Yeah. Right? So you, whether it's accidental or you're just fucking crazy and you take a ridiculous amount like you do. Yeah. And you, you, you break through and you see what these, 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 these creatures are. And they're like, and he's how, this is how he describes them because he's seen them himself. And they are like creatures made of light. Okay, and um, they're like children, and they bounce around this space, 
and they sing, thing, sing things into being. They literally manifest m like material things from the unconscious into being by, by vibrating noise and like language and light yeah. into reality. And he said that they were trying to teach him how to do it. But at, in the beginning, when he started tripping balls, he was so overwhelmed by just the fact that you can trip balls. Yeah. That he wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But he started, every time he would try to go just a little bit further and just say, hey, okay, hang on, watch. Watch what's happening. And they said, look, you, th these things would bounce around. And they say, hey, look, you can do it too. And they would go through him and bounce around him. And they said, hey, you try it. You try it. Or, or you give us something. We're giving you something. Now you give And he would um, say something like that. He, some beautiful thing that he knows. Like, uh, for example, like, like, uh, like, say you could recite a line of Shakespeare. And they're like, ah, they're like going crazy about it. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, they're like in this other uh, metaphysical realm. And they're just, they're, they're digging our shit. Like, we just can't, you know connect to them Dude, okay okay i had i wasn't tripping but i had a dream like have you heard of like stuff where people say like they're indigo or like they're star child have you heard that oh okay indigo is interesting but i don't know what that is indigo child children so like it's basically like the concept is like that like you're a alien basically kind of kind of kind of like like we're like your soul was sent from like another planet like or another universe you know somewhere else that's not in like our known area right okay to basically advance like the consciousness of other people and like stuff and like you have like mm. a blueprint etched into you like where you know what you need to do right and like wow. go and do this stuff right i like it so i had a dr like i hear that and i never like i always thought you know like you know i'm kind of different i always thought different like this but, you know i don't i don't know if i'm gonna go around saying like i'm an indigo right or like i'm a star child or whatever mm -hmm. but i had this dream where all those kind of like ideas where you just said like it was like i was on like another planet mm -hmm. and they like kind of like knew about stuff that was like happening on our planet like i'm just calling them planets but i guess it could just be like realm or sure. like whole yeah yeah um and they knew about stuff that was like happening in our like world like mm. from other people like me who had like journeyed somehow ended up there right like, okay and like so for example like it was like avengers had the newest avengers had came out like for like a while already but mm -hmm. like they there had like just like were just hyped about it like someone had just told them about it and like just about the hulk and stuff like uh, so they had like some different like things and stuff that they were yeah. like doing but they were all like elven type like people like yeah. all these like high elves like they yeah. had like ears and like like this dude was there like and he like had like he's playing with like this orb of light he's playing with yeah. like this orb of what light and he's like he's like dude like look check it out and he like phases through the floor and then he, like, comes back and, like, yeah. behind me, and he's like, yo, here, like, check it out, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you could do it, too. And he, like, chucks the orb of, like, light at me. And what I'm like, fuck? what? And I, like, catch it, and I'm like, whoa, what? And I'm, like, playing with it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, starting to, like, remember, like, all this stuff. Like, oh, like, I can do this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I'm like, do like, start doing all this stuff. So, and then, like, but then it just takes, like, so that that's the part that, like, aligned with, like, what I. Like, that's almost exactly yeah. yeah but it was like this was like a dream I, i'm just like sleeping and i had this dream like and so but at it's the end of it at the end of it yeah <laughs> at the end of it like this it got so weird like like dark like it was like this mom 
figure like came up and i can't remember the details it was like a long time ago but this mom figure comes up and like i have like a sister and like she's like something's like going on like like loud noises going off like everything's just like i'm like overwhelmed now right like oh my god like what the fuck's happening like like almost as if like the end of the world tears happening right i'm just like what the fuck like you know what the fuck do i do and so like this mom like comes in like she leads us like away like we need to go like we need to get away we need to get away right and i'm like following this like lady like mom figure and like this sister figure and we're like running and uh she's like leads us to like the end of the world basically like she leads us to this cliff where like there's just like an abyss like a void like so like this cliff is just like a void there and she literally like she like does like she says some stuff i can't remember like now like i if it was maybe a little closer to when i dreamt i maybe could remember what she said but she says some stuff and she like chucks like my sister off of the edge of the world like into the void like and i'm like yo like what like i'm like screaming like stop like stop like she's like i'm sorry like like this is how it has to be but like you'll understand like and then she throws herself over the edge and then like it's like i'm like looking over like at the void like and i'm like like looking at it like and i'm like looking around and like suddenly like everything like becomes like like you know like like a wasteland almost like and i'm just like okay like and I just like throw myself back into the uh, void, and you he, did it. and I did it, and I throw myself into the uh-huh. void, and so right then it's like I'm falling, 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 and I literally like wake up in my bed, like, like I like fell back into like my head, so like I'm like, right, and I like kind of open my eyes and I'm like what, and this blinding light is like shining on my face, and I'm like what, what, and I like go like this and I like look up. And that, like, at the corner, like, of my room, like, where I fell, I fell from, like, there's just, like, a, like, like, light, almost like a flashlight, and it's just, like, barely, like, giving out, like, the sun setting, you know, it just keeps going to hide behind something, just, like, ding, gives that last little flash, and it goes away, and it just, like, boom, just like that, and I was, like, dude, and it's gone, and now there's nothing in my room showing evidence that, like, this ever really happened, but I'm just, like, I just woke up, like, then and i kind of like sat there like half asleep and i'm like okay i'm gonna go back to sleep now but so this is exactly why i was hesitant to take dmt because <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to i mean you have to you have to because if you want the good stuff you also have to get the bad stuff yeah but damn like that's just terrifying like you're going into a nightmare but okay so like all of that like okay so when i was working at um newport beach or pretending i was working what i was actually <laughs> doing was reading all of this like shit uh-huh and um some of it was um so i was getting into carl Jung, um following up a lead you could say and one of the uh so he writes a book one of the, one of the things is archetypes and the other one is is synchronicities yeah he, he created both terms i believe uh-huh and in the archetypes book i just started reading and he's he goes through like the most uh basic archetypes that he found from all of his patients and like and and they and from the cultures and everything and um one of them was like the old man one of them was like um uh like the the anima or like the female um um sexual lure or like not like the succubus but like basically like like the temptation one yeah. has temptation yeah and then another one is 
um, water, like, as the unconscious and, like, fish. Oh, you're saying, like, yeah, like, in dreams? Yes. Okay. Right? Because he gets all these screwed up people uh, yeah. in his, uh, he's a psychiatrist. Or, uh, he's a psychologist. He's, an, he's, yeah, he's learning. he's a psychologist, yeah. And, and, and a, a lot of these people talk about fish and water. And um, this one that kept coming up is that you would be led up to a cliffside and you would look down and feel a sense of terror. And when you look into that like abyss, and at the bottom of the abyss is like a lake, a black lake. And you know yeah, that it was black. you have to go down there. Yeah. And you have to go down there. And you go down there. And so that, and you have to go in it. And that represents the unconscious. And like the part that we're like, basically the source of all of this. Like the part that we uh, re repress. Like the total, like, like the dark side of ourselves. Like that, the the source of consciousness like so when people have dreams about fish and like it's like we're like fish swimming in like the unconscious like um so that's like exactly like the dream. yeah and you know what's crazy is mike told me the same exact thing the other day about his dream what a cliff and he had to throw a baby off of it. That's it was like a baby. It was yeah. like a child like sister. Yep. Same. Yep. I don't fucking know. Uh That's insane. But there's shit going on. Yeah, dude. I don't know if I've ever had See, I'm sure I've just like had these like dreams and stuff but then i've just like yeah once them you become conscious you yeah see that that's the thing growing up i still have chronic night terrors mm -hmm. so it's like the that crazy shit that like happens in your dreams like that shit was like the usual to me like the extra vivid where i'm like there was like a period of like time like we're in like middle school elementary and like high school where i'd go through phases where like i would wake up and be like is this even fucking real like, is this real? Because, like, what was in my dream was, like, so, like, I was living years out in my dream. Like, the way I was perceiving time in my oh dream. My like, it was, like, I was living a whole life. And then I'm, like, waking up again, like, okay, I have math class at 6 a.m. Like, like, what? Like, I haven't done this in, like, three years, right? That's, like, what my mind's perceiving it as. And, like, I'm, like, pulling, like, myself together. Like, I still have, like, this conscious, like, almost, like, my mind is, like, separating or, like, I know all these moments right here are connected so I can connect that and like continue to live my life. But the way that I'm perceiving and like feeling is like, I just went over here and like went on a journey for three years and now I'm back here, like going to math class, like everything's normal. Like, like, so that kind of craziness where like, you know, I'm chucking like this, like person off baby off a cliff. Like that's light work, low key, like, like light work, light work. Like that was, that's like, that, that seems like dark to someone like, Oh my God, you threw a baby off a cliff in your dream like that's so like dark and like sad like that's nothing like compared to like some of the shit that like i've seen and experienced oh, vividly in my dream like like I, that's like light I work like that. i could go through that like nothing like like there's dreams where like i've literally like just like like i there's like uh, like another dream like where like i literally was like in this mansion 
and like there was like a bunch of like squares almost imagine like s- there wasn't literal squares but like there's like space of like you know like a circle like or a like grid? a square yeah kind of imagine a grid right okay and in each of these squares there's not a defined grid but like that's how it looks like okay. a situation in each of these little squares right okay and each of them inside is like my body and like how i your whole body my how i died whoa realities just different yeah yeah it's like death? a bunch of like suicides like whoa. a bunch of different types of suicides or like deaths and like there's millions of them i'm like looking around i'm like in a library of like all these different like me whoa. how i've killed myself okay that i can resonate with that happened to me really not not exactly like that but when i um when i took sh- well I, I I had been blacked out after the Greek tailgate. Uh-huh. And um <laughs> what, what's his what I already forgot his name. Han. Uh-huh. Thought that was a great time to, to give sell me an eighth of shrooms. And I remember the last thing I remember is eating them like popcorn on the side of the pool, just yeah. like a snack. Yeah. Alone. <laughs> and then what followed was basically imagining i was like from a fourth dimensional perspective where you you can see like inside and outside simultaneously yeah and you're kind of like seeing it was really cool now that i look back on it but i was terrified at the time i mean not in that moment but like i just the party was going around around the whole house yeah and i could see the whole every perspective of the party i could see through the floors i could see i could see people up here and down here and whatever is going on okay and then i don't know if just like the the whole kind of like drunken party atmosphere got to me um and i was then like the next thing i know were i I, I don't know if i ever told you this i i'm in we're in um Papas and beer. Uh-huh. In Mexico. In Mexico. I've never been to Mexico. Okay. I, I apparently know exactly what Papas and beer looks like in this trip. Okay. Be, and everybody is partying there. And it's like not exactly black and white, but basically like these shroomy, like kind of bluesy colors. Okay. But like basically a, a, achromatic. Uh-huh. And it's, it's like we've been partying here forever and we're trapped. You know how there's like a myth where the guy goes to the island and, or do you, do you ever see like Percy, you read Percy yeah. Jackson? The casino? Like, yeah, the casino. It's yeah. like that. Where we're all trapped in this like illusion and we've been partying here forever and we can't get out and this is actually hell. Okay. And I just remember and I was like, fuck, I got to hear, I was like, why is this happening to me? Like I felt like, like so scared. Like I was trapped and like I wanted to go home. Like yeah. All I kept saying to myself, I, I just want to go home. Like, I was totally, like, reduced to a child. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm outside of space and time, in the void, and I, I'm i just mind. And I just see all of, almost like CDs lined up, all of these realities. I had somehow gotten out of that reality, and I, they're all lined up. And I, I came from one of them. And I just was so terrified that I would pick the, the wrong, wrong one. one. Yeah. I just remember that. And then it, I I started, I guess, to come to because then I was, um, like, seeing 
real things again, but still so fucked up. Like, like Reggie's face was Julian's face, and they were like coming out of each other in some weird, freaky way. Yeah. Also, I think people were doing actually cocaine on knives above me <laughs> in, in real life <laughs> while I'm just laying on the floor of the bathroom. I remember that. And then I was a fourth dimensional point of view of Gabe from the in the purple room in the corner like when you walk in the door and you look up in the left yeah i was in the corner looking down on him while he was like making this like crazy like laughing like putting his hands up like toward me but not like he didn't know i was there yeah and his shirt was like like covered in hawaiian flowers and all these flowers were coming off and the whole room became like like blue and green uh, but, but the whole point was that i i did not like that wasn't i didn't come up with that yeah I didn't come up with all these like multiple reality things. Like I suddenly was looking at all of these potential outcomes. Like I had never considered that before. Like it did that. Like it's cool. Yeah, that's a, like like in in my dream. Like I'm seeing all these like realities. Most of the ones that I see in immediate visual view are like suicides or way that I've died, right? So like these are just like possibilities. In the far distance, I can see that like. Like, maybe some of them I'm still existing, sitting on a couch or whatever. But those are, like, far, far out of you, right? I'm, like, looking at, like, basically what you said, like, a multiverse. Like, so all the ones that I see immediately. Because I'm in, like, a castle. I'm, like, in, imagine, like, Dracula, like, medieval castle. Whoa. And, like, this, like, in here is, like, all this, like, different, like, square spaced out of, like, you know, everyone has their lot of, like, different reality type thing going through. But all the ones I see in, clearly near me is, like, death. Like, and so, like, I'm, like, okay. Well, I have to, like, get out of here. Like, I have to, like, fucking... I have to get out of here. Like, what the fuck is this place like? Yeah. You know? Like, I'm, like, looking at myself, like... And so I go outside, and, like, it's a blizzard. Like, snowing so much, right? And the way that it was set up is, like... This is, like... Imagine, like, this is the cliffside, right? And, like, this is the castle under here. Uh, okay. Okay? So it's, like... It's, like, going like this, like... And so, like, I, like, climb up. I, like, go across. I'm, like, climbing all the way over here. Somehow, like, I'm, like, trying to get away, right? And I get up over here. And I, like, see a zip line. And so, like, I tie. I take, like, my jacket off. And I, like, tie, like, this, like, my jacket, like, in, like, a type of, like, thing where, like, I can pretty much slide across yeah. the zip line, right? And so, like, I do it. And, like, the way that I do it is, like, it's, like, stuck, like, right here, like, holding me, like, basically right in the middle. Okay. And I, like, zip line. And it's, like, connected from here to, like, here, right? Okay. So I zip line all the way down. And I'm going so fast. I'm getting fucking speed. And I hit right here. Like, not hit, like, flat. Like, the, like, the pin, like, that, like, is how helping me go. Like, hits right here. Uh-huh. My body swings with so much force this way that the jacket rips all the way through my body and cuts me in half. Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And you were still, like... And then you didn't wake up. And then I didn't wake up. And I like, I like look around and I'm like almost like fourth dimension there where like now I can like see into the castle and outside the castle at the same time. And then I pretty much just like swipe and just like, I'm onto like the next thought and like dream. Like, I'm just like, okay, now I'm out of here. Totally different. Yeah. I I had like the ability to like, just like phase out at that point. Yeah, man. So unconscious. You know, maybe, right, all of those realities do happen in a way, and we're just unconsciously avoiding them. That's what I'm saying. That whole reality, like, non-reality game. Like, okay, like, there was a huge, 
so like i have done research like since i got into like when we were all about like the rituals and like you know paganism like witch like like blood moon trinity right we're like all going through that i'm like going through all my research like going through all these books that like i bought blah 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 and like i found that like there's this like people that refer to this dimension as hell realm right they call it hell realm like we're like we're currently in well no no like like there's different types of like things like there's like like a higher realm elven realm like light realm dark realm right hell realm like there's all these things that you consciously can go into and be like yeah okay i'm evolving yeah yeah Yeah. and like in your dreams too like you're in different scenarios right and different Uh things right and so like when i was younger like a kid I would say that I spent a lot of time in hell realm, right? Like, and like the phase that I went through was like, I was there, I was being like brutally tortured all the time. Like I was experiencing so much time in this, like, and this is like early, like when my, like my night terrors are like full blown, like I'm still like younger. This is like new to me, right? I'm like a fucking five-year-old kid waking up like, dude, like I'm like being fucking like having my nerves ripped out of like my body, like in my dreams. And I'm like experiencing this and my parents are like, okay, like, you know, it's just a dream, you know, like, blah, 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 like, and your parents are like, fuck, what the fuck? No, yeah. They're <laughs> like, yo, like, what the fuck is going on? And, but I'm like, and so, like, as I, like, keep going, like, I spend more and more time, like, like, as nights progress, as months, years progress, like, I spend more and more time. So each night, more and more time is passing in the dream. Like, I can physically handle mentally existing in this torture realm, this hell realm for longer, right? And, like, eventually, like, I go from becoming, I go through all the realms of hell. Like, every possible thing you could think of torture-wise, like, I go through. And, like, I become the torturer, right? Like, so now I'm the person torturing, like, these bodies, blah, 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 blah. And I'm, like, going throughout all, like, levels of phase, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, okay, well, now I'm getting, like, bored. Like, there's nothing <laughs> else to do here. Like, there's nothing else, like, to Whoa. do here. Like, I'm, I've already been the tortured. I've experienced everything there is to be here, right? And I had already, like, interacted with, like, I guess the devil or, like, Satan, whatever kingpin figure entity you want to imagine there right so like i i get to the point where i'm like okay i like am bored like i want to get the fuck out of here and to do that i need to fucking kill i need to eliminate the person in charge so i can be in charge and then like decide what the fuck i want to do right okay so like it comes like down to the point where like i go i like finally burst into the deepest chamber of this realm Uh and this figure of like the devil or whatever like appears before me and i'm like like that's it like you're done like i'm like i've I've already like figured out all your secrets like i'm equivalent to you like i am you like like you're done torturing me you're done keeping me here like i'm like bigger and better like i'm stronger in every way than you like right like i'm saying this in my dream like and like like this figure before me like i can't even fathom it like the way that it appears in my dream is just like this ever changing ever like void like like figure where it's just like this thing like approaching me like okay like 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 you're done like i'm so like next level right and then like i have like go like we face off and like like it's like a battle i guess like but like i go and he like defeats me but the only way that like i'm like okay like i like surrender to it all at the end so like i like i like he defeats me and like this all ever coming void is coming with me right and i like allow myself to become that void and then i consume like this figure like this devil king figure and i consume him and it's like i like we merge together right and like now i'm like okay now like i wake up and like i feel like okay like i went through that like i did this and like now that i go through like i can visit that realm if i want but i'm not like going there automatically every time in my dreams now right now like later years later like i've started taking shrooms in college whatever right i've taken it 
And one day on my microdose, I like started thinking back to like all these like dreams and stuff that I had. Mm. And I like realized like, okay, like the whole time in my dream, I was thinking that I was the person like, like, and the devil was like the enemy, right? Just to use like the term devil, like the devil was the enemy. But in reality, the whole time, like I was the devil. Yeah, you're both doing it to myself yeah you're yeah. torturing yourself yeah you're playing the victim yeah and the, the tor- yeah exactly absolutely and, and so like, you finally, i had like that epiphany eventually like killed the boundary between the yeah two. between the two and merged like your like, shadow self yeah at like 10 11 years old like yeah that's useful yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's how i feel like like i like the, my dreams like my parents were always like do you want me to get you a therapist and i'm like like, I'm not crazy. Like, when I'm coming back to this reality, like, I understand, like, this is, like, something, yeah. like, the ground you rules here. You need a cool-ass therapist that understands archetypes. Yeah, that's stuff. what I'm saying. I never wanted to go to, like, a yeah. therapist because I was, like, I know they're just going to be, like, you're crazy. Let's drug you up. Like, yeah. I like the way that I wanted to talk about it was, like, in this open type of, like, way. Like, this thing, like, we're understanding, like. Yeah. Which, yeah, this hopefully is the future of, like, psychology. And yeah, psychiatry. and understanding what the world is and what your dreams are, like, what you're going through. Yeah, well, the Native Americans believe that, like, in your dream, your dream means something for the whole clan. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone affected, yeah. Everyone in your life. What's up, Sydney? I'm hungry. She's hungry. We can call it. Yeah. I don't know. We've, I think, how we, long has it been? Like, three We beat hours? the horse to death. Yeah, pretty close. 248. Well, because there's a couple times we're like, okay, like, yeah, let's stop. And then, like, something would, like, happen. And we're yeah. like, yo, dude, yeah, you're right. And just keep going. Dude, I so wish that I had a tape recorder or, or uh, what do you, what do you just, like, a, some kind of, like, way to do a podcast, like, ba- way back in the day. Like just, a voice memo? I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but like a good quality yeah, one. Yeah, cool, more quality. Yeah. But like, and then I had gotten into the habit of actually doing it because the conversations that we've had like over the years, that would be good shit to listen to. Yeah. Anyway. Bowdy. Bowdy. This is going to be a good one to listen to later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>